boy. Back in the frame. Oh boy. Water is very important for you. Not sponsored. Tag off. Uh, tag off. Fuck it. Tag off. <laughs> tag off. Fuck it. Tag off. I think I got everything open though, man. I think everything I'm good is to go. Good. In that case, let's get the show started <laughs> with a microphone check. Hello. One, two, Hello. three, four. Hello. Microphone check. One, two, three. Four. You know what it is. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the True North Views Podcast. That's TMV for short. 80 motherfucking six. 86. Um, earlier this week, I had something in my head. It was like eight plus six is... 14. Oh. <laughs> it is. Yes, it's 14. It's 14. One um, plus four. Then I had some shit. One plus four is five. Five. And then something that brought me to 99, and then I was going to say, plus one, we keep it 100, YG 400, <laughs> or so, I don't know. I was, no, I, 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 I was Good job on the connection there. I, I, I was going somewhere with YG that, but 400. You know somehow, someway, it didn't work. But this is going to be a great episode, True yes, Refuse Podcast. Yes. We are your go-to podcast to start your week. Yeah, your favorite yeah. podcasts, your favorite don't podcasters. Know. Favorite podcast. Say less. Some would even call us Toronto's official, unofficial podcast. Say what lie. Jeez. You want to know why? Please. Because we're the kings of dope criticism. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I thought you were doing it with your mouth. <laughs> Not that. I knew my shit was going to delay. The pharaohs of prolific opinion. Ooh. The emperors of elevated thoughts. Wow. How convenient is fucking that? It's your boy Harris here. And you know me. I'm the skirt master, Mr. Triple Double No Assist. He likes 64 mil from the TTC. Could I help that turnstile? I'm an NBA champion. And you can call me Just Shola. And we're giving you our views Sir. from the perspective, of course, Couple of first generation Canadians, which we are, first generation Torontonians, which we are, and we want to be talking about what's really buzzing, buzz, buzz. what people are talking about, and most importantly, what people are not talking enough about. about. Um, I'm try hit the mic less this episode because <laughs> I know I did it a lot. It takes getting used to, and I, I move a lot. I thought about that actually. I'm like, yeah, let's go hit the mic bare times. Oh, I move I a lot. Try to blame me a couple times. I was like, yo, what's up with that? <laughs> now, this is our year end show. Yes, it is. Uh, this is our award show, award. so to speak. We should have worn a suit and tie. Um, we should have. We should have. With the new year, too. My suit and tie. Is that shit on Spotify? They'll take it down if they I put definitely, it. They definitely. Is Jay-Z's on that track, right? And Justin Timberlake? Yeah, they're definitely taking that shit down as soon as, we, as soon as we upload it to, That's a take down. <laughs> to, your, to your hard drive. That's a takedown right away. Um, but yeah, man, it's our it's our 2019 True North Views podcast awards. Yes, sir. Um, this one's gonna be a lot of fun now. I guess before we get into the award show, still gotta ask by tradition, how was your week, sir? You know, it actually wasn't that bad of a week because other than Monday, I didn't work. Tell me more. Uh, Christmas was lit. Christmas, Christmas Eve was lit. Lit me. It was lit me. No, it was just lit. Lit me. It's Christmas <laughs> and it was lit. Lit me. Uh, I watched you the whole second season. Okay. Which I know you're watching currently. I'm on episode eight, so um, I have two episodes left. No, I'm not going to say anything. Um, I I kind of know where it's going to go, but don't say anything. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> don't say anything. Uh, I started. Oh, well, I continued on Prison Break. Prison so, Break. Yeah. Wow, I'd watched season one earlier in the year, so I started season two again. I'm like halfway through that. Okay. That's going to go. Again, I'm on vacation right now, so a lot of waking up late and just oh, man. 
just yeah, a lot of a lot of chilling. I hear that. Another week of that coming. So I hear that. I'm not even complaining. How's your week? A uh, week was uh, a very interesting uh, end to my mm. week. Oh, I bet um, it was. So I mean, wh- when was Christmas? Tuesday. 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 Wednesday. Tuesday. Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Okay. Um, but anyways, <laughs> whenever Christmas was, that was good. Family, uh, mm-hmm. mom's house. Then I went to my brother's house afterward for the after party where there was more food. Um, <laughs> after the party, the super after full. party. Yeah. Uh, trying to think what happened. Uh, when did we do Secret Santa? That was on Monday. That was on Monday. Yes. And I got I got my uh, I got my, my shit, my vape. Hey, okay. You know what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, shout out to your Secret Santa. Shout out to Secret Santa. Um, that shit is sick. Um, oh, can I see that for a second? Yeah, I see. Cause mine looks a little different. Take a motherfucking look. Uh, what else did I do on Friday? On Friday, the slow jam party. Yeah, well, how was uh, that? That slow jam party, I should say. Uh, who's it hosted by, or who is it organized Mar- Marlon by? Palm- Marlon Palmer. Marlon Palmer. It's hosted by Marlon Palmer. Okay, like I seen you on everybody's snap. He's on. He's on the mic for uh-huh. sure. Um, it's DJed by female male, uh, by a woman. Let me okay, see. Okay. Shout out to the female DJs out there. I love to see that. She's so sick, bro. She killed it. She killed it. She killed it. She killed it. I she can't find it. She. I can't that find black it. Backwards. That's red rum. Um, whatever. I can't find it. But no, it was it was good. It was good. It was a slow jam party. Uh, it was a great combination of music and. Mm. Um, at one point, I'm like, I, I know there's, we're going to get a little bit of reggae in here at some point. Did it you? turned into a mini reggae party, <laughs> did, uh, mini dancehall party of That's sorts. Funny. Uh, otherwise, it was a great combination of the nostalgic R&B, mm. the old R&B, which is mm. different than the nostalgic R&B, and, and new, new, new school, R&B. I was right? hearing some new stuff there. So it, it was really good, really How fun. How was the crowd? A uh, crowd it was packed, mm. Where was it? foremost. Phoenix? Um, not the Phoenix. It was a, a bigger venue, very oh, big shit. venue, bro. Very big venue, and it was just packed. Uh, I don't know the name of it. It was on College, though. Okay. Little Italy area. Shout out to Italy. Um, and they're doing another one in two months in February. R and B again? Yeah, it's okay. a it's a series of parties. This is not a one time thing that oh, they do. Oh yeah, well, they're like, gonna make R and B today, rap tomorrow, Afrobeat no, next week. No, no, it's always just it's always that slow jam party. Oh, okay, right? fair enough. Shout out um, to you, man. Shout out to whoever's hosting. So it, it was it was real good. I'm gonna find the name later on, but uh it was it was a real good event for sure. Uh beyond that, shit, man, just just you know, relax. Vacation mode, no? <laughs> oh, few th- a few things at work. Um I forgot I had a couple appointments, man. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> for Friday? Uh in general. Throughout the week. <laughs> Did you miss them? So not that I missed them, but last minute. Basically, I um Let's just use an arbitrary time. I'm going to yes. use noon and, and 1 p.m. Yeah, that's fine. So I was supposed to have a meeting at 1 p.m., mm-hmm. right? And I woke up on the day and I'm like, I know I have something. One of those. One of those. I know I have I know something. those. And it was 12 o'clock at the time. And another person had called me because they wanted to see me. Uh, and they're like, can okay. I? Okay. Am I that booty call at 12 in the afternoon? Definitely not. And they're like, can I, <laughs> can I come in for, um, or can I, are you, are you in the, are you in the office today? I want to come in. And I'm like, I'm trying to like skate my way out of it. I'm like, oh, actually, I'm uh, And then I looked at my schedule. And you see that one And I'm like, there. actually, I'm on my way to someone else's house right now. <laughs> um, but we can do, you know, three hours from now or mm-hmm. whatever the amount of time was. And uh, yeah, so I, I went from 
thinking that I was about to back home smoke illegal while continuing to watch you. It's Meanwhile, dead. I had to get up, scramble, throw on a little polo zip, uh, <laughs> dress pants, dress shoes. Something just to look somewhat professional. You know, look a Friday look, uh, make my way to the office. So I had a few of those. Uh, that was pretty annoying. But no, at least you didn't miss the interview. Or work, not the interview, sorry, the uh, appointment. Work never stops and we should never stop money. working. You know what I'm saying? Got to get that sh- money. Uh, enough about our days, enough about our weeks. Uh, sure. Like I said, this is our year-end show. I do pretty much want to get right into it. So we got, we got 15 awards. <laughs> 15. We got three different categories. Uh, the three categories are, uh, are going to be the... We're going to do the artist category first. Artist first. Then we're, Or the individual awards, if you want to call it that. Then we're going to do our what we call special Specials. awards. And then we're going to do what we call uh, our album awards. Yes. Right? And of course, we're going to end it off with um, our our top albums for the year. And we have a little bit bit of bonus material as well. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. We'll we'll, we'll get into that for sure. Now, before we start our year-end list, um, while I was doing my research in terms of what my selections were, I came across uh, DJ Booth. Mm-hmm. Um, they created a top 75 list of albums for the okay, year. Okay, okay. And not that I'm going to read the albums to you guys, but what I do want to read is their the disclaimer. Because I think yes. their disclaimer is important. Yes. It's actually one of the more refreshing things that I've seen in an article. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know if it's done regularly, and this is just the one time I decided to read. Mm-hmm. But I read it, and I was like, oh, Okay. So I, I watched a few YouTubers that did a disclaimer that says, "Hey, this is our." Well, anyway, just yeah. They put a disclaimer and then I, I kind of noticed it like after the fact on YouTube. So oh, I'm like, okay. Oh, what? It's just like one of those things that you don't normally read. You just say, "Here's our." You only notice album. it oh, when you see there. it, or when yeah. you when you figure it out, or has it always been there? Um, but anyway, so what's the disclaimers? DJ Booth has the following disclaimer. We're going to take it. So they talked about their eligibil- uh, eligibility period, the eligibility period for this list that we're going to give or the, mm-hmm. our recipients, I should say. Uh, of course, it's from January 1st, 2019 yes. up until December 28th. Makes Therefore, sense. if Rihanna drops something the day this episode releases, oh, we know it's going to be Project of the Decade, Project <laughs> of the Year. We know Riri's Artist of the Year. Her Artist of the Decade. You, you know what I'm saying? Everything. So we cannot control this. <laughs> these selections mm-hmm. go only up until December 28th, 2019. Done. Right? Um, we're not on any payroll. Uh, hopefully not yet. Right? So... You know, we're not on the payroll of "quote unquote" insert popular artist here. No Drake, um, even though we're from Toronto, Drake don't pay us. We'd love to be. Yes. So, if you know anyone, have them hit us up for real. <laughs> for <laughs> real, we'd love to be. We'd love to say that the worst album is on our top list if we get paid. Yeah, money talks, man. We'll sell out. Money talks, and money can yell sometimes. Uh, third, third, and this is probably the most important yes, one. Big one. This list is our list. Yes. It's your list. Yep. It's my list. Yep. It's our list. Uh-huh. Right? Um, we don't expect you or we don't want you to agree with everything that's on our list. Thank you. Uh, let's see what else they said. With every album selection or our ordering, uh-huh. we do want you to discover a few great albums that you probably missed throughout the past 12 months. And you probably will. Um, and I think we have a very eclectic uh, list, if you ask me. And finally, when we use the term honorable mention, we're not just going to get cute with it and, and use it for everyone and anyone. No. 
uh, we really will intend to only use it for artists or projects that we had a hard time keeping off our list. Agreed. Because we didn't have a top 25 or... A top 500. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I realized low-key I could put together a top 50 albums. Like you could have. I couldn't believe it. You could have. Like, I wrote in my notes. I just kept naming albums. And I had like 35 off the top of the head. <laughs> and I'm sure I could have went back to some of the ones that I forgot. Um, but like I said, man, let's let's get this award show let's get it started. started. First, let me do a little let's bit of... Let's get it started. Uh, I didn't know what I was oh, going to go with solid. either. That kind of sounded solid. No, no lie. Did not know what I was going to go with either. But like I said, man. And the winner is. Oh, winner is. And the winner is. I'm going to do that again for this for this year. <laughs> so um, it is what it is. So let's get into our people awards, our individual awards, our artist awards, our individual awards. Like I said. Yes. Yes. And yes. where do you want to start? Shall we start with? the top or the bottom because i'm having a hard time making a selection i was thinking about that too. <laughs> uh, let's start with the bottom let's start with the bottom yeah okay. let's start with the I'm bottom and let me get out my damn tablet because it will be easier to scroll. honestly i'm just like <laughs> doing all of this on my fucking 11 inch macbook i'd air. like zoom the hell in jesus christ okay so people awards yes sir we're gonna start with the bottom yes right actually let's start with the top okay let's do it i think that makes more sense you know what? more formal that's true you know what i mean it, you know what yeah and people stay for the top and then just have them stay for the rest because the top exactly that's true i like that and that is how you do live production on film yes so let's get into it rapper of the year we're starting big we're starting heavy hitting <laughs> straight to the point tell me who your rapper of the year is i gave 2019 to the baby mm. i think mm. the baby just especially in the rap he he made rap pop and he makes no he makes pop rap and that shit slaps okay and so yeah that's literally it. he came with two albums both fire <laughs> you know i need to say that this. is true um it's not and it's not last time you're gonna see him on any of my list just saying shit all right man 2019 tmv award winner shola's rapper of the year goes to the baby goes to the baby yes, okay sir. so let's give him a round of applause Oh, 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 she's taking a slap. My bad. <laughs> wow, barely. Uh... <laughs> barely, it's not there. But nonetheless, right? Uh, my rapper of the year is Freddie Gibbs. Mm, okay. So I give that one to Freddie Gibbs. And I give it to him almost solely based on having the best rap album. I've heard. Um, and, and, you know, we'll, we'll definitely have a little bit more discussion around that. Um, you'd be surprised that what I'm saying now versus my list. But nonetheless, um, I think he has the best rap album. And I'm just going to load up the list of songs here because what I think he does very well on this album is the album has enough, let's call it storytelling to it, where you enjoy it as an album mm -hmm. and instead of treating it like a mixtape or treating mm. it like a playlist. Gotcha. Um, the features we know are fire. So obviously I'm talking about his bandana album with Mad Lib. Mad Lib. Um, you know, and in terms of features, we have Pusha T, Killer Mike, Anderson Pack, Yasin Bay, Black Thought. Just heavy features. Yeah, those are, big, those are big. He doesn't you know, throw them in. He doesn't throw them in. He doesn't waste it's not any like features. He's searching for 
like a head. Like mm-hmm. he's not using. He's just not. He's not just using the name to draw a crowd. Exactly. And amongst each of those songs, he's performing at the level of mm. those people that are included on that. That's and again, good. to have a, a song with most deaf and black thought, and to be performing at that level. It shows talents, yeah. Right. Um, I can't get into it this week, but we're, we're uh, for blank canvas creatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you already know what it is. BKC. Ah, ah, ah. You stupid. Are you dumb? Which one? Um, <laughs> we were doing a playlist challenge. Obviously. Um, you know. What's this week's challenge? You want again? Okay. Yeah, guy's feeling himself. I mean, it was a blowout. Jeez, um, I said it was. A, wasn't even close. It was like it was a blowout. It was bad. Um, it was like ninety percent to ten percent. Wow, man! Say he's like the 99 um Chicago Bulls right now. Uh, not the ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Am nine, I? I don't know. Which one won nine, ten? Oh 90, yeah, I guess I am. I'll take that. I can't have the the oh eight Celtics, the most overrated <laughs> fucking powerhouse team ever. Nah, 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 um, you get ninety-nine Celtics. You get ninety-eight, ninety-nine Bulls. But this week's theme was uh, bars. Mm. Just bars. Straight bars. Right, and. I was like, what do I call my list? So I knew I knew a, a few things. I knew I wanted to start my playlist with Dumb It Down by Lupe Fiasco. Okay, okay. So I was like, okay. Classes in Session is the name of my playlist. Mm, At teaching first. Them, teaching them. Teach I'm teaching people. them. Dumb yeah. it down. Let me, let me dumb it down for you guys, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm like, hmm. Bars. Bars. Bar exam. Semicolon. Because that's my favorite punctuation mark. now. Classes in Session. Mm. And I start with Dumb It Down. Dumb It Down for them. And I end it with Rakim. I ain't no joke. <laughs> okay. Because I'm playing with them at this point. Jeez. Right? I'm doing the I'm doing the bonus track thing again mm-hmm. where I do a nine track album and then and have one bonus song. Bonus. Uh I'm 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 playing an old song where lyrics are or where bars are still very prevalent. Mm-hmm. And I'm letting them know I ain't no joke. Yeah, and let them know. So Master I'll leave it at that. Going for that three I'll leave it at that. But a very pivotal song on that playlist yes. was Education by uh, Freddie Gibbs, Yasin Bey, Mostef, and and Black Thought. Okay. Because it's, it's there in terms of the bars, right? So I, I just I just think that I like the way Freddie Gibbs put it together this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that project with Madlib, it's not the first time he's worked with Madlib, um, but sometimes timing just has a very important, or, or is a very important element when it comes to an of the year type of type of recipient mm-hmm. winner. And I think this was just great timing for Freddie Gibbs. Hey, shout you know, out to he, Freddie he Gibbs. He came out at a time, he came out in a time where there wasn't a lot of music to distract. Mm-hmm. Um, and it allowed us to really take in this album. I think this album is acclaimed the way that it needs to be. Okay. Whether it wins any awards or not, you can say it was critically acclaimed. And I think it was. for that reason, I have it. I have Freddie Gibbs, I should say, as my rapper, rapper of the year. Hey, fair enough. You know um, so let's give a round of applause for Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> Shout out to the Gibbster. I don't think he ever wants to be called the Gibbster. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. I don't. I don't know why you said it. I don't know, man. So man. talk to me then about your R&B artist of the year. This is going to be our second award yes. out of fifteen. R&B Artist of the Year. I had no one else to give this to. Damn. Because I don't listen to a lot of R&B, in case, yeah, as yep. you know. Yep, I know. So I gave it to Drake. Wow. Uh, I'll tell you why. Ooh. No, no, I'm going to tell you why. There actually is a reason why. Okay. Because of all the songs he dropped on Care Package. All them singing <laughs> songs. All those old songs. Listen, man, it's not your lane. I'm cool with it. <laughs> Yo, this is lane. my list. 
So fuck all you guys. You're right. We gave the disclaimer. <laughs> yes. We gave the disclaimer. It's your list. Drake is your R&B artist of the year. Yes. But I'll let you have this category because we will give an applause. We will give an applause for Drake again. 2019 TMV Award winner Shola's R&B artist of, of the year. year. None other than Drizzy Drake. Toronto's very own. Very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. My R&B artist of the year, um, you think it would be Snow Allegra. I actually would think it would be Snow Allegra. But it's not. Okay. I have my R&B artist of the year as Summer Walker. Tell me why. And the reason why I have well, it as Summer Walker. She was hella late for a concert. That wasn't her fault. <laughs> and I've learned that. And yeah, I don't think we can say. And you know what I mean? But anyways, so with Summer Walker, I think the reason why I have her as my R&B artist of the year is because... You know, this is not her first, first year making music, but she is a very new artist. She is. And she's immediately established herself in that A-class territory uh, in okay. terms of, uh, just in terms of an artist, mm-hmm. right? In terms of how she's deemed, how she's listened to, um, you oh, know, her huge. mind share, her, you know, market share, so to speak, <laughs> right? In terms of like how people comment on Twitter and yeah. how people react. People react to things that Summer Walker does, yeah, right? She does. Yes, they and do. on top of that, she released a phenomenal album. I've heard. Right? She releases a phenomenal album. A lot of people call it an instant classic. I'm not opposed to that. Uh, I wouldn't call it a classic. I think there are albums that are better than her album this year. But I will say her album was definitely... A, a, a top-notch R&B project for Shout the year. Shout out to her, man. And a top-notch project in general for the year. Um, but for me, again, I give her... Her quick ascent is kind of more valuable to me than other albums that might be slightly better. Mm, okay. Right? So for me, uh, that's going to be my reason for giving it to Summer Walker. Uh, and like I said, Shout man, to Summer Walker, man. 2019 True North Views Podcast Awards R&B Artist of the Year. I got Summer Walker. Always late to her concert. <laughs> let's get into this next one. So let's, let's do. We did rapper. We did rapper. We did R&B. We did R&B artist. We're yes. not going to go into every genre because mm-hmm. that'll take forever. So who's your? So let's just do the quick ones. Folk. Folk, who's your Afro beats? <laughs> who's your, you know what I'm saying? Blues. So we just say, you know what? Who's your overall artist of the year? Yes. And this could be a repeat. This could be a, a whole new thing. Uh, whoever you want to name for this. But award number three, overall artist of the year. Who is your MVP? I'll let you start this one. Jeez. Okay. Give me your MVP. I'm going to give it to Snow Allegra. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to give my MVP vote. To Snow Legra, and the reason I'm gonna do that is because this year she finally put it together. She did. I, you're not the only one that's told um, me that. I feel like, as someone who has listened to Snow Legra for several years, I couldn't identify who her fan was mm. prior to this album. And now you can. I didn't know she had a widespread listening prior to this Neither album. Did I. I didn't know she could um, sing her ass off. Well, I did know that. I didn't know she could sell out a show instantly. Until nah, this, could. I didn't know she could come back four months later, and I'm pretty sure that sold out again, right? I'm pretty sure it did. Um, so she now has this sort of aura around her as a top notch artist, almost the same thing I said about Summer Walker. Um, but she's been here, she's yeah. she's kind of been she's not new around. to the industry, and on top of that, she's been trying to find it, 
for a couple years. Okay. You know, when she came out with uh, There Will Be uh, There Will Be Sunshine back in 2014, 2015, she's just new artist. You know, getting into mm-hmm. the scene, had the, had the feature with Common, everything was all good. And then from there, from her, her next single after that to Feels, she was trying to find it. She was trying, trying to, to find that, for lack of a better word, mainstream popularity and just couldn't get it. Okay. Right? Um, but this one, ugh, those feels again, she put it together. It it hit perfectly. Um, I hear her songs at clubs now. Oh, shit. Um, you know, I hear it on radios now. Oh. Um, you know, I, there is a fan base for her. There's a public fan base for her. And I just, I, I like seeing all this growth finally come into form. Okay. Right? This is right sort enough. of the true definition of artist development mm-hmm. and i i think you know 2019 really was snow allegra's year in my opinion hey shout out to her you so, know what i actually found out or not what i actually thought of recently was now you don't need these charge topping singles to sell no to have good albums not at all like freddie gibbs i've not heard one song from this album but just from you said people talking about it i've heard it's one of the best albums that's of the thing the it's, it's the acclaim yeah it's the, it's the conversation around that's it. that's good it's, man that artists can now Sell, sell without selling out. Exactly, that makes sense. That, uh, that's a good point. I, I like the way. Like, you I don't think Snow Allegra sold out, and I don't think Freddie Gibbs has sold out. But they created some good body of work. Definitely, and year. and it has a lot to do with your presence and and how you carry yourself, and mm-hmm. not even necessarily about the music in a lot of ways, right? <laughs> um, but again, my my overall artist of the year, my 2019 TMV Awards recipient for the MVP. MVP. I give it to MVP. Snow MVP. Allegra. Shout out to Snow Allegra. Oh. There is. <laughs> Alright. So Shola's overall MVP, overall artist of the year, TNV, True North Views Podcast, MVPs from Shola. <laughs> I got so confusing. Anyway. And uh, ABC, <laughs> LMNOP, CBDOE. It's actually co-winners this year. Okay. I'm giving to Thug and Roddy Rich. Young Thug and Roddy Rich. Young Thug and Roddy <laughs> yes. Rich. Okay. I'll tell you why. Tell me more. These are two artists that I've liked, but I thought they were one-track-minded artists. Okay. And this year, they both dropped albums that made me realize, you know what? They're, they're, they're onto something. They're onto something. Thug's been around for a while. Right. So it's hard to everyone say, but his album was not like his mixtapes. And I think yes. I told you the same thing. It just, it felt more like he knew what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And Roddy Rich, I felt heard, more intentional. Yes, and Roddy Rich, I've heard a lot of singles from him, but it just felt like he was always going to do the same thing. And even though his album almost did sound like the same thing, I didn't get tired of it. I'm not the one that told me. Someone else told me that too. Right. Like I also didn't get tired of his album. So because of that, I gave them the Cole MVP this year. Shit, that's yeah, hey, man. Listen, that's it's my list, not yours. So fuck you. <laughs> that's saying something, man. I I rated, I rated. So you're. MVP, co-MVP. Yes, co-MVP. In that case, 2019 TMV Awards. 11 OP. You're going to give that to Young Thug and Roddy, Roddy Rich. Rich. It was their year. <laughs> Moving on to our next award. We got award number four mm-hmm. out of 15. Let's talk about the feature king or mm. the feature queen. Jeez. Right? Can't Who is queens? your best... Featuring artists of the year. Honestly, I couldn't think of anyone, mm. so I give it to one of my favorite artists, Young Thug. Cheat code. It is. <laughs> it really is. Um, Cheat code. I'm not mad at that. The London was actually the only song I could think of, 
and every other song I think of was on his album, but I still think Young Thug just as a feature is almost a song that nobody misses. Right. Like, even on Pop List, Young Thug doesn't sell well, but people listen to his music. For his album, it didn't sell physical copies, but the streaming was up there and everything just because Young Thug just has that, not fan base, but he just, everyone just wants to listen he to does, him. He does, though. He has that cult fan base. Like I said, when I went to the Cole show, mm-hmm. believe it or not, a lot <laughs> of people were there for Thug. For thug. Yeah, a lot of people that. were there for Thug, and and you know they were cool with leaving afterwards. He said that. And I was at the front. <laughs> That's funny. So imagine three bellies a ticket. Three billies to see Thug <laughs> at ACC. You're a fan. You're Holy a fan. Moly, you are a fan. Uh yeah, like I said, Young Thug. Who doesn't look for a Young Thug feature? He always smashes it. Pause. <laughs> In a different way. Pause. In a different Every way. Every time. Oh my god. Pause. But yeah, Young Thug's my featuring artist of 2019. Okay. For mine, I had to uh, I had to load up Spotify here mm. to to really get mine home, and my feature king slash feature queen, my 2019 feature artist of the year is going to go to Meek Millie. Meek Mill. Meek. Wow. Meek <laughs> Millie. Um. Now I'm gonna give it to Meek Mill. Why? Because he went undefeated. Like Cole went undefeated last year. But he didn't go 12 for 12. Um. He didn't go 12 for 12, but he did hit a lot of shots. He did. He did. He went like nine for nine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I went back and I looked at, um, you know, exactly what he's featured on this year. And there's quite a few projects that he's on. He's on a project called Wild Boy by Cowboy. I don't know. Never heard that one. Not going to be, uh, not going to lie to you. <laughs> not going to be honest with you. Um, but he's also on a lot of the bigger projects of the year. He so he's on few. Gucci Mane's Delusion he, of Grandeur. He was, yes. Right? He's on um, Mustard's Perfect Ten. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's on, what's this? It's on a Ray Schremer track. Uh, Ray Schremer track. Ray Schremer track. The 27 track album? Schremer 3? Schremer Life 3? No, something for, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but I'm just looking at Spotify. (laughs) He's on um, the Future song, 100 Shooters. Mm, Yeah, that song's hard. Right? He's on The Lost Boy by YBN yep, Cordae. That song's hard too. He's on uh, Love Songs 4 by Lil Durk. And that song is hard. Really? I've never that heard song that song. Hard. Okay. <laughs> um, he's on that St. John album. Yep, I heard that. Right? Uh, he's on, he has that song with Quality Control, Quavo and them. Mm, quality um, Control. That one's called Double Trouble. I had Quavo and them. <laughs> he's on Port of Miami 2. He is, definitely. Right? That's his boss. He's on. Young Jeezy's TM 104. Okay, listen to that album, but shout He's out to on, I mentioned the St. John already. He's on the Post Malone album, Hollywood's Bleeding. Yes, he is. He's on Wale, Wow, That's Crazy. Wow, That's Crazy. He's on, uh, what's this? He has a track with Two Chains. Two Chains on Rapper Goes to the League. On Hype Up. Oh, never heard I've of never that. heard of Hype Up. I never heard of that person. He's on Fabulous Summertime Shootout. Well, that one just dropped, right? Yep, Summertime Shootout three. He's on Roddy Rich, of yeah, course. He's on Roddy Rich. That song with Peter. Um, that song is that song is hard, hard. <laughs> oh god. And he's on um, NLE Choppa's album as well. Oh and yeah, that album did numbers. I think that album did one hundred and five first week. Yeah, it did numbers. I tried listening to it. it. No I sense. couldn't. Did you see French French Montana's numbers? Really? Five eighty first week. Man, they gotta be like fudging something. Yo. 
I didn't even listen to Fresh Montana's album. Yo, I haven't heard a single what? person that has heard. <laughs> no, I album. feel like I should go listen to it. No, I don't. <laughs> I definitely don't. Um, but yeah, like I said, he he was on so many different projects this year, and he really did his thing both with the rapping, rapping, and with the sing rapping. He and is doing his, that singing thing. His elevation of sing rap is really Evolving. has me favoring him in terms of just his evolution. Yep, and I agree. for that, he he didn't miss on any feature. I have to have him as my uh, feature artist of the year. Fair enough. 2019 feature king, Meek Mill. Feature Meek Millie. You already know what it is, yeah? I'll give a round of applause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into award number five. Yes. Rookie of the Year. Yes. You want me to say now, this? Rookie of the Year, it's, it's, it's key to mention this. Rookie of the Year, defined by us, is yes. an artist that you discovered this year. Yeah, so you, a listener, could have discovered this artist three years ago. Yes. But if I'm just hearing this artist for the first time in 2019, exactly. it's a rookie to me. Or if they were an indie artist and they had some EPs and, and mixtapes mm-hmm. 2015, 2016, 2017, but this is like the their breakout. first breakout or like, you know what I mean? Uh, they can still very much be a new artist or yes. rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. So give it to me. All right, mine... And you've heard his name before. He's also my rapper of the year. It goes to the baby. Jeez. Um, He's rapper of the year, rookie of the year, and rapper of the year. Yes. Damn. He dropped R O Y to MVP. <laughs> yeah. R O Y to, to MVP. MVP. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how big his year was, man. That's how big the baby's year was. He dropped two albums: Baby on Baby, Kirk. Baby on Baby came out of nowhere. I well. Personally, for me, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, I have never heard anything and about the baby. That's the thing. I think I it was think. you that even told me I on this podcast like, you need to listen to this the baby album. I heard it from uh, the Joe Button podcast. Maul kept talking about it, like, "Yo, this guy, the baby, he's, <laughs> he's a real deal. He's yeah. a real deal. He was a real deal. Like, you got to listen to this guy." Um, so I thought it would be like more like, you know, for lack of a better word, more gangster shit, right? That's what I thought too. And when I heard the album, I remember I was like. This is kind of like gangster <laughs> shit, but in a boppy way. Like, yeah, I'm right. with this. Like, and then all of a sudden, he became the baby. Yes. <laughs> That's like, oh, literally what happened. Like, Whoa. Within okay. like two weeks of me saying, wow, no one knows about this guy. It's like, you know, half his songs are on the radio now. I was like, well, shout out to the baby. Yeah, he had a great year. His first album featured Offset, Rich Homie Kwan, uh, and Rich the Kid. So it does show that he did have, you know, a little bit of a push there. Mm-hmm. But he carried the album. He carried Definitely. his own... First album, which a lot of us, that was our first time listening to him ever. And he carried it. You might, and here's one thing he does sound the same, but he sounds original. Yes. And I rate him for that because there's no one else that sounds like the baby. And the baby doesn't sound like anyone else. He sounds like the baby. And yet, it's the same. It still fucking bops. Mm-hmm. And then he said, you know what? I'm going to flip on you guys and drop Kirk, switch it up a little. And that was surprising. Kirk came out I did nowhere, not too. expect. Uh, uh, the baby did drop two albums in one year. That was crazy. So that's like dropping like he won um season MVP and finals MVP in one year. <laughs> <laughs> but he, you know, he killed it, man. Yeah, he and it. Kirk just Kirk again another album that was solid. He switched up his flow. He did a little bit of singing thing. He got more personal too mm-hmm. with the intro about his dad. So yes, you know what? yes, 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 for sure. I just feel like the baby showed a lot of growth in one year, and I. You got even if he doesn't have the same success next year, this year 2019 he owned it mm. in my opinion. Not mad at that. Yeah. Not so mad at that at 2019 all. Shola from the TMV podcast rookie of the year is goes to the baby. 
Do you remember at one point when we thought Lil Baby was bigger than the baby? At one point, Lil Baby was. He was. Uh, like Tony, no, of course, Lil Baby uh, was. <laughs> no, he was. He was. He was. Uh, my rookie of the year is going to go to Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Same exact reasons why I pick her for R&B Artist of the Year. Just again, her ascent into mainstream Black Twitter. Mm-hmm. She it takes a lot. Shit. It takes a lot. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like Ari Lennox is in there. Mm-hmm. Summer Walker's in there. Like, it takes a lot for them to accept you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not gonna say to accept, but uh, you know that was your statement, not mine. That's mine. But anyways, man, like I said, a lot of the the same reasons and and a phenomenal album on top of that. I think despite everything that, despite all the criticism that she faced, she's still a top level talent. And and for that reason, she is my rookie of the year, Summer Walker. (laughs) Award number six. Yes, sir. An award that nobody wants. Nope. Let's talk about the biggest L Hold this. this year in music. That was a good one. <laughs> I wish I had like a big letter L right now. Like, I just the picture the James Harden beard. That's <laughs> <laughs> just funny. Um, biggest you, L this year in music. You start this because okay. I, I also agree with yours and I want to piggyback off it as well. Now, I'm going to say specifically Chance the Rapper's reputation. I like that. Yeah, you're right. right? I think it's um, rough. I don't necessarily think Chance the Rapper. I think he can possibly recover. Yeah. But I think his reputation is shot. It I is. think he went from the heir apparent to Kanye, and then it be- and then it kind of became um, Travis Scott. <laughs> right? And then... <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, it did. Very quickly. <laughs> and then he was supposed to be kind of the, the, the torchbearer kind of after Drake as the good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here comes YBN Corday. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like, I feel like every sort of avenue or lane that he was supposed to be the, leader, the top you know, of, yeah. um, he's managed to take himself out of Simply by having a very bad album. I was gonna say I think his album just did not perform. He had to cancel it his shows. Hit a lot of his rap. Um, he's no longer taken as a serious uh, uh, Frank Ocean. He's and, not, and I don't exactly. and I don't compare the the music. I compare the status. status. Right. Mm-hmm. I get it. When you hear Frank Ocean's name, it's like, yo, that guy made Channel Orange. Yes. Same way people are talking, yo, that guy made acid, acid rap. rap. You no know what I'm saying? saying? Big day. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying that. Yo, this guy made Big Dave, fam. Yo, imagine that's someone's favorite album. God damn. Um, so I, I kind of think that he's put himself in a scenario where he he, he almost logic, logic himself. <laughs> logic, yeah. Where that's no matter what list. you do, you are now going to be hyper-criticized. Uh, yep. No matter what you do, you are no longer going to be deemed the heir apparent, deemed the A-plus quality, deemed a necessary listen. Mm-hmm. You're now going to look at it as, that's the guy that dropped Big Ass Day? We good. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think his reputation, whether he recovers or not, his reputation has taken a hit that I've only seen Meek Mill recover from. Oh, yeah. I've Drake only Meek. seen Meek Mill recover from this. I, I haven't seen anyone else. No, I don't think anyone else can. It's gonna be hard. He has dropped like another acid. You gotta now. go to jail. <laughs> Yo, for real. We gotta like Fuck, throw a pity party for him. Um but yeah, that that's that's my biggest L this year in music specifically. Chance the rapper's reputation. I would give an applause, but I don't think that yeah. seems fitting. It really, it really so let's does. not do that. It's not an award. Um your biggest L in music goes to one goes to Logic. Okay, I think he dropped two albums this year. 
Granted, one was the soundtrack, soundtrack for a book. It was still kind of whack on yep. its own. Agreed. And then whatever album he dropped, Confessions of a Dark Mind. Teenage Mind or Dangerous Mind. Or something. <laughs> and that's putting off the top of my head. If I was right about that, that's good on him for naming it something I could remember. But that, that album was also just straight whack. Like, Logic used to be known for his bars. Mm-hmm. And these albums just didn't have bars. Yeah. They just had whack beats and whack lines. And, he, and, and Logic quickly became known as the person that repeats the same bars. Yes, exactly. Like, you know what he's going to say. Lyrical, yeah. lyrical, miracle, spiritual. I'm biracial. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what's coming out of Logic's mouth. And there's just, like, a lot of people have said there's no growth. There's the, no local, advancement. Yes. Um, Like, we've seen someone like a Big Sean take time off. Maybe and, Logic needs to do that. Exactly. I'm just saying, you know... Some I read on this article, I can't remember, but he says a lot of these young rappers at the end of the day they don't have enough life experience to rap four albums worth of, at 26. Like, mm. what have you really done at 26 that mm. you can make four albums about? And that's honestly the truth. It's like we've heard you're under what was his first mistake? His first album? Uh under pressure. That was his life up to like he was 21, for example. Great album. But like it's like then take time off, go live life a little. I come back four years later and drop another fire ass album about your life after four years. Right. Not just dropping mm-hmm. everything. You know, it's, you know, there's nothing new. Like you said, no no growth. And my second one goes to DJ Khaled just because mm. of his response to um, Igor when mm. Igor beat him. Hater. It's just kind of like, come on, man. Like, mm. I want us to all be, good, that's a good all support word, each other. Like, he's already just saying, hey, good job, Tyler. Come be on my next album. You know how funny that would have been? I'm like, yo, that's funny. DJ Khaled said Tyler should be on his next yeah. album. Tyler probably would have been like, yo, yeah, let's do it. And then at that point, it would help them both. Exactly. But him sound like a hater just turned me so much off from yeah. DJ Khaled. And he, maybe it was for promotion and all, but it still just was not a good look. That was so, a pretty big L. <laughs> two big L's there to Logic, who actually starts with an L, and DJ Khaled. Let's do it, man. So uh, I'm going to give that category an applause because I think it's a good now, if we talk about the biggest L yes. this year in music, of course, we have to talk about the biggest W the biggest this year in music. Um, and I didn't put anything there because I'm agreeing with your list. Yeah, I, think I, you, figured, you I figured you realized that. that. I, I'm going to say the biggest W this year in music goes to two people equally, uh, Meg The Stallion and The Baby. Who I actually um, consider both for my rookie of the year. Like, I had two coals again. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. This guy's giving up bear coals, bear coals, <laughs> bear coals. <laughs> uh, I guess that would be an honorable mention in that oh, case. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, yeah. But, you know, again, you think about just the instant popularity yep. and instant popularity without criticism. Now, I can't say that fully about the baby or fully about Meg. Meg. Um, but I say that from a public appeal perspective, almost like the way Lizzo is criticized. Mm. Um, the baby and, and Meg the Stallion don't have that issue with public appeal. They don't. They're loved. And they're loved. And I, I, I always look at them as each other's counterpart. I look at Meg the Stallion as, as the female, female. the baby. I look at the Yo, baby as, that's the, male, how I do uh, it as the male Meg. Yep. And they just have this charisma and this energy charisma. where it's like, They've set themselves up where if they can both develop as artists, They're we good. could be talking about both of them for artists of the decade, <laughs> 10, 10, 10 years from 2020s. Yeah. Right. So I, I think they've set themselves up very well. Um, You know, like you said, two Rookie of the Year Award uh, candidates. Candidates. And uh, definitely the biggest W this year in music for me. I agree with you, man. The baby, like I said, I can't preach more about the baby. It sounds like I'm on his dick pause. <laughs> but like he, like when I was looking into this end of the year thing, the baby kept on coming up a lot. And I was like, mm-hmm. 
The guy had a staple in 2019. And Meg Thee Stallion, Hot Girl Summer? Who do you think started that shit? Mm. I'm just saying, the girl ran the summer. Yeah. And she's hot, girl. <laughs> she's hot. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So shout out to them, man. Biggest dubs in music this year, The Baby and Meg Thee Stallion. Hold on, I thought we had 15 awards, but I don't know now. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, wrong. seven. And then we're going to eight, nine, ten. ten. And then we're going to go oh, ten, yes. 11, 12, 13, 14. Okay. Go figure. Um, but we are discussing 15 things. So my number's still right. So let's get Look, away I don't think anyone's even counting how many awards from we go the People Awards. Yes, we're done with the People. Shout we're out halfway to through our list at this point. Let's get into our... Special award. Special, which is actually people. <laughs> of course, of course. And, and what the special awards are, you kind of got a taste for it at the end of our people awards, yes. right? The biggest L, the biggest W. Mm-hmm. We want to kind of make these, uh, we wanted to make it its own category, these different awards that kind of are non-traditional in yes. a sense, right? So our special awards, we have uh, three of them mm-hmm. to discuss. And let's talk about starting with the comeback of the year. Yes. Uh, I'll start with this one. Yeah, I thought it was that you started with this. So 2019, my TNV, TNV award <laughs> winner for the comeback of the year or comeback artist of the year. Uh, I'm going to go with Young M.A. Okay. And the reason why I'm going to go with Young M.A. is because, again, I think about I think so much about perception because so much about your earning potential has to do with how you look how you look yes uh, especially in today's music and even amongst social media mm-hmm. and just everything selling tickets is almost more yep. personality based than music based nowadays mm-hmm. and the the court of public opinion on young ma was that she was a one hit wonder. wonder she was someone Ooh. who could rap her ass off but can't put it together or can't put a, can't make a song yeah, can't put a track um, she was the person album. that can't put an album together and after she came out with her album, a lot of that changed. Her story in the making. And, you know, she was still doing a lot of business savvy things before that. I think the I think the Pornhub thing was before. She was never signed. She um, chose not to sign after her blow up. Because most people, after they no, get that course, blow up song, they signed. Yeah, immediately. she said that on The Breakfast Club, I think. Did she? I never watched Something that interview. Like that. But she, um, she didn't sign, which shows another savviness. But yeah, no, like I was saying, she, she's been relevant. Um, it's not like she hasn't been relevant, and I don't mean that when I say comeback of the year. Um, but again, I, I say it from a musical perspective, a mm-hmm. musical court of public opinion yeah. perspective. And she's now viewed as someone who can make a quality project and who has made a quality project. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. I couldn't really think of any other name for this. Hey, fair enough. In a, in a lot of ways. That's, that's um, a comeback then. No one else actually made a big comeback. So, Yeah. Comeback Artist of the Year, Young and May. Who's your Comeback Artist of the Year? Uh, I actually was going to give it to Young and May as well. Mm. But then last minute, uh, I changed my mind and I gave it to Kevin Gates. Okay. Um, I'm a huge Kevin Gates fan. I've been a Kevin Gates fan for a while. He went to jail. We all right. know. He came out. I think he dropped one thing with um, NBA Youngboy. It might have been last year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little, I think, four-track project. It didn't really slap. And then this came out this year, and I got the gates I wanted, the mm. intro respective, the... Intro respective, yeah, intro perspective. 
Is that what episode forty eight? What episode was that one? Introspective. I remember. Holy shit! Introspective. Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, it was personal. It it was deep. He gave me his singing, song, rap, no thing that he does, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it just it was a good body of work. Absolutely. And for someone that again went to jail for almost a year, it's easy to fall off. He wasn't like he's still not an A list celebrity, mm-hmm. but for him to come back and still put in. Good work. I think what it did ninety something the first week it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The numbers. Good. I think it did ninety five. Yeah, I think it did ninety five thousand. It showed something. Some something. Someone is doing something pretty good. Again, I'm not sure if there was any singles off this either. I don't. I don't know. I don't know much about promotion about this. Yo, but when I told you I talked to um one of my younger brother's friends, and I think he's twenty years old, <laughs> and I was talking about again Young Boy versus Kevin Gates. He's like, he's like, bro. <laughs> The last track I heard from <laughs> from Kevin Gates was Two, two Folds. Folds. I'm like, yo, <laughs> Yes. That was his last biggest track. That was track. nuts. That was, that was like 2015. <laughs> That's a wild bar to say to someone. Because Kevin Gates is nice. He is. Like, He's so slept on, man. Especially with the young people. But Young Boy has them. And NLD Chopper has them now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so uh, my comeback of the year goes to Kevin Gates. And of course, with the comeback of the year, we will talk about the fall off of the year. Um, Now, this is going to be very similar to our biggest L in music, Mm -hmm. um, but it's not quite the same because, like I said, it could be an individual or reputation or whatever. Whatever we want. Um, So let's talk about who is your fall off artist of the year. Uh, I gave it to Lil Pump. I agree with that one. Um, And after I saw you put that, I was like, okay. he dropped Harvard mixtape, his Harvard, his first album called Harvard, Harvard Dropouts. Mm-hmm. It came out this year, um, in February. He had names of Smoke Perp, Offset, Quavo, Lil Uzi, Lil Wayne, YG, and Two Chains on it. And I can guarantee you, no one here remembers one song off that album. No one here remembers Lil Pump releasing an album. Exactly. You know, this was like a last minute <laughs> thing of just me remembering someone say, like even Lil Smoke Pump. Perp. Made noise. He did. Like, Lil Pump made no noise. And I'm calling it the fall of the year because I think this is the fall, this is the beginning of the fall of his career. Yeah. Um. He was. I thought that at the beginning of this. Year. The, well, the thing about Lil Pump was he was never like people didn't like him for his music. People just like him because he was a young kid doing these crazy of antics. Of course. And I was like, yo, come but it on. got old super. Exactly. Quick. It got so old. Even when you see him make these videos, it's just kind of like, bro, grow up. Like, eh, okay. like, you're not funny. Like, you're not this 16 year old little cute kid anymore. Now you're an adult. Like, Mm-hmm. Behave. Interesting. You thought he was cute. No, not not why. <laughs> Get out of here, this man. <laughs> oh man. Yo. Um, anyway, um, my follow-up artist of the year goes to Lil Pump. And again, we're not going to applaud that one. My your fall-off artist? artist of the year, doubling down on my biggest Ellen music. I'm giving it the chance the rapper. No fight for um, me. Again, he he had it. And now I used to fight for this guy. No, I'm just like, nah, he's good. You know what I'm saying? Like he had it, and now does he, he even it. belong in the league anymore? <laughs> That's a good. You know what one. I'm saying? Now went from starting five on a on contender to it's almost like, in the and anymore? I'm not even comparing the player because he's still nice. He's just dealing with injuries. Think about from a money perspective, Isaiah Thomas. Mm. You know what I was even thinking of? Um, Marcus Cousins. Yeah. Well, just just on the injury, on the injury part, like just too many his career. Like it was just 
IT, like he he oh, was on his way to the that's bag. That's true. He was got injured at the at the, the wrong, wrong time and just never got the blackballed in terms of like every. Yeah, actually, I get has. the IT one better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and I think Chance represent that for himself. Yeah. So he let's does. see what let's see what's in store for him. He has to go to jail in, in, <laughs> in his next decade. He's young. He's 26, something like that. Yeah, he's mad young. So by the end of this decade, he'll be you know 35, 36, 37. Let's see what he can um, do. That's that age where you're. You know, that's like. Almost yes, the cold it. Drake Kendrick age, almost. Cause right? this, that's when you have to like transition to like more adult shit. Mm-hmm. How you gonna do that? Absolutely. So let's see what happens. Let's yeah, see cool. what happens. Now we do want to talk about our artists. Yes. To watch out for in 2020. Yes. It's important to talk about the artists that we mentioned in, in 2019. 2019. If you didn't watch last year's episode, or didn't listen to last year's. Go episode, back to go back. Uh, 86 minus 53. 52. What was it? A leap year. It was not leap year. Man, just look for the winner is what's it called? Y'all <laughs> the one. Winner, yeah. Y'all <laughs> one part one and y'all one part two. Y'all one part one, y'all one part two. Um so let's talk about the names that we mentioned in 2019. Yeah, I'll I'll give you credit. You were really good on your list. I fucking slapped like, you, this list. You, I said, right, that's why that's actually why I left it. I, was I like, know. You I was know like, damn, like we I, gotta talk about how good this guy's list was. As I was looking at uh the notes to enter my notes, I yeah. saw that you had the categories there. And at first I erased this, right? And as I was erasing it, saw- I saw Quick convo on last year's, and I'm like, yo, hold on, I hit bared names. <laughs> you did. Let me let me undo, 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 undo. undo, 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 undo. Get my credits back. Let me get my credits back. Um, so I had mentioned Reason. Yes. Um, now Reason had his challenge this year, mm. um, which a lot of people are freestyling on. So okay. even though he didn't really um take Go off up. the way, I, although I think 2020, I was gonna put his name on 2020, but I'm like, I can't do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is an honorable mention for 2020. Reason did this thing in 2019. I've, I heard his name. I heard his name. Right. Over. YBN Corday. <laughs> Grammy nominated. Grammy nom. Uh, Tierra Wack. Not as noisy as I thought she'd be. But she did make the freshman list, which means someone's listening. Touche. Uh, Saba. He's, uh, he's out He did this thing with Pivot Gang. He's out there. Man. For sure. And he's just out there in general. And Rico Nasty. That album with Kenny Beats is on every motherfucking album uh, of the year. Uh, uh, hipster fucking top five yes you're right top five i seen dj boots top 75 it was up there and bro kenny beats is like 11 yeah the kenny beats was on the one we looked at remember that um oh, pitchfork yeah the pitchfork one yeah the kenny beats um tiara rock was on there like top 20 it was a top 25 oh, or something wow i remember seeing uh, me, me thinking i didn't like it that well but, but I, I was like yo i'm like i i did a good job yeah i got young nudie but he didn't do much he dropped uh, the, nudie was on but he dropped nudie a mixtape with Dreamville. Nudie Came made on. the Dreamville project. Mm, he did. So that's, that's not, and he was the only one that had his own feature. Oh, you're right. So <laughs> we talked about that. Listen, that's something. something. That's something. I think we both hit. Um, so again, we the artists that we watched uh, out for last year, I think they all kind of came into fruition. I mentioned I Reason, did. YBN Corday, Tierra Wax, Saba, and Rico Nasty. You added Young Nudie on yes. top of that. I think we did a good fucking job. I think we did good. I think we did a good job. So let's uh, let's get into. <laughs> so people listen for next year. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, listen to us for fucking next year, I'm shit, just man. Saying. And I, I, I think we're ready to be right again. Yes. In asking who are some artists to watch out for in 2020. I'll start. Yes. I'll start with this one. So I have two artists in mind. Okay. Um, I saw the artist that you put. I was gonna mention him. I felt it was too much of a layup. I that, that I was gonna actually gonna ask you that right now. <laughs> like, is that a layup? Like, I'm <laughs> saying. Um, I mean, let's 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 just mention yours then, because I kind of revealed it. So I put Roddy Rich. 
Yeah. But I was going to say, since he just dropped his album really late and everyone is guessing it is yeah, good. Yeah, like, it, I think it's still a fair pick. But it's like, it's one of those, like, it's, it's a it's layoff. It's like, oh, it's close. It's like, ah. You know what? Know. Let me think about, actually, I can't think of any names right now. It was hard. It was hard for me to think of names. But I'll get into mine, though. Okay, I'll yeah, go into mine. yours. I have two artists that I can think of. Uh, artist number one, Rod Wave. Yes, yes. Uh, I and, agree with you on that. You, you listen to that? Well, you were playing outside one day when oh, we were yeah. um, back home oh smoking legal. God. And oh. I, I even asked him, like, who is this? When we were back home smoking legal. Yeah. Meditating. <laughs> um, we had a group meditation session. It was it was fantastic. Um, that shit is good, man. That Rod Wave good. thing. And that's the sound today. That's the Roddy Rich sound. Mm-hmm. That's the, the Kevin Gates, the Kevin Gates sound. That's the um, you know, that's the sound that people want to hear today. That half singing, half the rapping voice with the melody in it. Exactly. Kind of like your own flow. Thug to certain degrees yeah. as well. Uh, in a in a in a southern way. And I think Rod Wave is one of those artists that people don't really know yet, mm-hmm. but they will know very soon. soon. Shit, fair I enough. Think I think so too. Know. Actually. I saw my rap caviar, so that's a big hit for him. That's a that's a huge hit. That's mm-hmm. a huge hit. And the second artist that I had to watch out for in 2020, uh, D Smoke. You know, I would have said who, but I watched Rhythm and Flow, and I don't know if he won it, but I know he went far in it because I'm not finished. I think show. he won it. Okay, fair enough. Then we spoiled it. I'm joking. I don't care. I I, I don't care, bro. I don't care. Yeah, I realized as I said <laughs> it, I'm like I haven't. Watched, I'm like, oh shit, oops, that I came out of my care. mouth. He um, was probably favorite too. Like watching that show, there was like. You know, like the three people that are going to the finals. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I was, was listening to the Joe Budden podcast, and they were saying that it almost looks like that show was designed for him to win because D Smoke is in the industry. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. He, that he, is Sir's brother. He didn't look. He didn't look out of place on that show. Like he looked like Again, I've been here. I've done this. Like that's I know Sir's how to. Brother, it makes sense. He's so around like, industry niggas all day. You know what I'm saying? And and he's in the industry already. I think like as a producer or writer yeah. or something along those lines and i just think that you know it, it, it almost in a way where the show was designed as kind of his Coming media push party. or his uh you know how we say there's plants in the industry often yeah you could argue that d smoke might be a plant and sometimes there's successful plants like oh, the baby might be a plant yeah. right um lizzo is a plant <laughs> uh you know what i'm saying like there's mm-hmm. certain plants and i think that d smoke could be one of them and I think at the very least, he's going to get that opportunity in 2020. Yeah, fair enough, man. I, I I heard him on that show. That's the only time I've heard him. But like I said, he didn't look like, this is my first time rapping. Mm-hmm. This is not my second time rapping. This is not my third time rapping. And this would definitely not be my last time rapping. Like, he just looked miles above. You know when someone's playing basketball, he just looked better? Yeah. That's how he looked. Like, not saying anyone else was shit, but he just looked like, yeah, like I know what I'm doing more than you guys. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so shout out to Rod Wave, D Smoke, and Roddy Rich, who are artists to watch for 2020. I'm going to ask who's your artist to watch for the decade. I'm like, how do you know for that? The decade. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, so that's actually going to wrap up our uh, special awards. Yes. So let's go then right into the album awards. Of course, and we will use this to end off the show. Now, of course, we have our top list in here. We have our mm-hmm. top uh, albums of the year. Yes. We also wanted to make sure we included our top rap albums specifically um, because, you know, the, the main gist of our show is hip hop culture. Yes. Um, but before that, we were going to talk about collabs, but there ain't no more. There wasn't collabs. really no much collabs this year. That was a <laughs> last year repeat. Exactly. Let's talk about the surprise album of the year mm. as well as the underwhelming album of the year let's go um so let's start with surprise album of the year for you 
Okay, you want me just one, 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 one? Are we? Oh, shit, you're only supposed to have one. And oh, we're supposed mentions. to have one. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'll do that then. I can do that. Okay, I'll mention I mine in the meantime. I already know what mine is. No, no, I already know what mine is. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I, it was in order of how I would mention mm, it. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. So my uh, my um surprise album, my surprise album of the year was YNW Melly's shoot 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 um Melly versus, Melly versus Mel- Melvin. Melvin. I. I did not expect that to be that good, like, yeah. I, or to enjoy it as much as I did. Same. Like, it was just his voice, and I've kept on saying, I'll keep on saying, he just, his voice is just untouchable. He's hitting notes that Thug doesn't even hit. Mm-hmm. Like, he's hitting notes that, mm. if he was to go to singing school, I think he would be a good singer. Elite. Like, yes, like Chris Brown, almost Chris Brown level singing. I'm not even joking. Mm. Like, he's not no Otto Relane's auto-tune. This is his voice. It has a raspiness to it, but it's... And his younger brother can it's sing good. a motherfucker, I'm not, too. Really? I need to listen to his younger brother. Shit. I refuse to listen to him because I thought he was just a copycat. But. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's his bro. <laughs> <laughs> my, my surprise album of the year goes to YNM Melly's Melly versus Melvin. And then you want to mention also your honorable mentions. Honorable mentions go to Lil' Keed, Long Live Mexico. I bumped that album. If you like Young Thug, I feel like you will like this as well. Um, and also DJ Mustard's Perfect 10. It was 10 songs of summer bangers, like... Sure, right now I'm not bumping those songs, but in the summer, next summer, those songs are going back on my playlist because they were straight heat, fire, heat, and Roddy Rich was on one of them. So true. <laughs> All yes. right, so salute to YNW Melly. Yes. And salute to your honorable mentions. <laughs> my surprise album of the year. Uh, I'm going to give it to, actually, before that, let me mention a few honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, Jacquees, King of RB. Okay. Uh, I had that on my list because it was a really fucking quality album for, well, for somebody that was almost oh, taken as a joke. Slept on. A uh, very Surprise. quality album. I had YBN Corday on there, The Lost Boy. Didn't expect to be um, as good as it was. Yeah, I knew it would be good because I was intrigued by Corday very much so. And then obviously, we all know that at this point. Um, but I didn't expect them to put it together that neatly and get Grammy nominated. So mm-hmm. definitely on my list. Uh, Boogie, everything's for sale as well, um, <laughs> because I had no clue who he was. And I again, after I heard his album, I then realized he was on so many features of so many artists that I already listened to: the JIDs of the world, the Maribas of the world, yep. the fucking uh, buddies of the world. The, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't until we went to his show and he played that one song that I was like, "Oh, I've heard this song before." Mm. And then I remember seeing his name and mixing it with a Boogie with a hoodie yeah, at one point. Exactly, and, uh, exactly, yeah. same exact thing for me. But my winner for surprise album of the year is going to go to the baby, mm-hmm. baby on baby. We've talked about it at this point, so I won't uh, reiterate. <laughs> right. But yeah, man, he just he surprised. The, he this did. name came out of nowhere. So who? salute to baby. Lyra from who <laughs> to I gotta be at this show. Salute to the baby. <laughs> and again, salute to the honorable mentions. Yes. <laughs> All right. So with the surprise, of course, comes the underwhelming, wah, wah, wah. underwhelming album of the year. I will start because I sound like a broken record at this point. But yours is the same as mine. Clean sweep of all of my <laughs> underwhelming awards. All the sad uh, categories. Goes to none other than Chance the Rapper. 
the big day. Big ass day. <laughs> I don't need to. I I kept calling it big ass day. Um, I have no idea what this album was called. I actually the don't have day. it down. I never downloaded it. Yeah, and I yourself. always download new music, mm-hmm. and I never downloaded this. Yeah, so that says a lot. Um, yeah, that's that's my winner. I didn't even have any honorable mentions. Okay, so I that was the only album that came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> so you sound like such a hater. I'm not even hating. I know you just sounds. I know because I agree with you on that album. That one was really disappointing. Um, my underwhelming album of the year also went to Chance Big Ass Day, but I have a few honorable mentions. I'm just gonna run the list off. No explanation. Just underwhelming says enough about it. Yep. Bad Habits by Nav. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind by Logic. Exclamation mark by Trippy Red. Whatever Vic Mensa came out with this year. Mm-hmm. And Jesus King by Kanye West. Mm. Yeah, I like that. What? Nice and concise. Straight to that's it. Underwhelming. I like that. I don't need to say anymore. So, we got two more categories to go. Oof, the big ones. We got the big categories, man. We got our top albums. Um, but before we do our top albums, let's talk specifically about rap. Again, this is a hip hop culture podcast, so I yes. want to get into the top five rap albums of the year. Now, for this, um, let's do our honorable mentions. And then we'll do five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. Gotcha. Right? So I'll start with my honorable mentions. Um, I have Benny the Butcher on there with the plugs I met. Okay. I have Wale, Wow, That's Crazy. I have Jim Jones, El Capo. Uh, I have the Baby, Baby on Baby. I have Rhapsody, Eve. Remember I said number nine? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have uh, I have Game, uh, Born, Born to, to rap. rap. Who do you have honorable as honorable mentions? Honorable mentions, I have NF. The search. Oh yeah, that's your guy. She's that one. Gonna beat a uh, chance or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, Denzel Curry, Zoo. Hard. Roddy Rich, which I'm sorry I didn't give rap out of me. I didn't give him top five, but my top five was just way better. Um, Roddy Rich. Um, sorry for my um antisocialness. Yeah, sorry for being antisocial. Yeah, so yeah. I don't have it open right in front of me. Little Tekas, we love you, Tekka, and Young and May's history in the making, mm. and of course Kevin Gates. Yeah, of course. I'm him. All right, so let's get into it then. Top five rap albums of the year 2019 TMV Awards. Yes. Starting with number five, please. Uh, So Much Fun by Young Thug. You guys knew this was coming. Mm. This is one of my favorite albums of the year. I know half this album, like the back of my hand at this mm. point. Um, Thug just did Thug, man. He killed it. He killed it. He had features on it, and he bodied all his features. Okay, not body, but Thug is someone that doesn't make his features outshine him, and this album showed it. He didn't go with his weird yelling pitch, high pitch voice thing, because again, this is an album, it's not a mixtape, mm-hmm. and he just put a good quality of work that we've not seen Thug do since probably part of six. So, so much fun. Yeah, that's my number five album wrap up of the year. Okay, my number five is going to go to Sue Surf Seven Twenty Five. Um, this is a motherfucking quality album. Tell me um, about it. This is really good rapping. He's not relying on features, although he has a good number of features. So mm-hmm. he has Beanie Siegel on here. Oh, shit. Of course, with the Philly connection. He's from Philly. Um, Casio, I don't know who that is. We have a couple of songs with we'll Mozzie. Um, t- two songs with Mozzie. Uh, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> we have two songs with Mozzie. Uh, we have one song with Benny the Butcher, and we have one song with Tokyo Jets and uh, Lucci Fontaine. Um, but the thing about this album and, and the thing about Sue Surf is that, man, he can he could tell a motherfucking story. And, and again, good, like I, I don't know if you remember when 
the album came out, I said you could make a lazy comparison to Meek Mill, mm. a DC2 type flow. You did say that. I think. And that type of flow is set up for storytelling. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think um, Surf executes on that well. So I thoroughly enjoyed this album. This was one of those albums that came out early in the year. It came out January 29th. Oh, shit. Sure. And <clears throat> it was one of those albums that you just don't want to lose sight of. So I, I think it's very important to mention this as number five on my list. Sure. Right? Uh, so shout out to our number fives. <laughs> and let's get into number four. My number four goes to Boogie for Everything's For Sale. Um, I think you talked about this already, right? I didn't yet. Oh, I thought you did earlier, but... Anyway, not, here's really, going... not, in, not, not in its entirety. No, I didn't. Uh, everything For Sale was just... You put me onto this album, mm. and it's just... It was just good. Like, I don't know how to... He had lyrics. His beat and production went really well with his flow mm-hmm. and his lyrics. Because he's not just a regular type of rapper that can go on any beats i don't think so but his beats and his producer worked well to make sure his beats worked for him mm-hmm. make sure his flow worked on the beats and his whole album from beginning to end was a was a well concise story mm-hmm. like, he had interludes in there and honestly, it was just something we hadn't seen in a while especially after 2018 where we had so many albums a lot of it just felt like plug and play just yeah. put songs here, put songs here, especially with Kanye, man. You know Kanye, we don't be finishing music to the day before it releases. But this just felt like this guy put thought into every track. And then his track list, he put thought into this track, needs to go before this track. And Definitely. He wasn't carried by features. That album could have had no features on it, and I would have still been fine listening to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I'm giving everything to for sale, my number four list, number four spot on top rap albums of the year. Okay. Dope, dope, dope. What's my... your number four? Number four is YBN Corday. Okay, the um, Lost Boy. Lost Boy. Again, for, for everything that I mentioned in terms of um, the other category that I had him for, I forgot already. But <laughs> <laughs> the Lost Boy, again, it was just, it was a good body of work. And mm-hmm. again, you sort of, you knew already he was the best member of that of that YBN I gang. Know, why is it that gang? But <laughs> you had no clue that he could make an album. Mm-hmm. And I knew he was nice, but I didn't know he was School of Coal. He was that nice. Right? And and when you see those Coal-like elements coming into an album, you have to do nothing but salute it. For sure. And when it gets the accolades and it gets the nominations, regardless of how you feel about Grammys. You got to respect um, it. You got to respect it. And when you're with Naomi Osaka, fam, come on. You got to respect it. You got to respect it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but no, this was a real good rap project, man. And and I, I do I have this on my list for the album making ability. Um mm. so I thought he executed very well. YBN Corday, The Lost Boy. Shout out to our number fours. Shout out to number fours. Let's get into number three. I'll go first on this one. My number three, I had Revenge of the Dreamers three. By Dreamville. Okay. Um, okay. Oh I just played that album so much, man. And and it's not even necessarily to say it's the best album, but it is the best playlist to me. And that's kind of the way I looked at it. I looked at it like a playlist. I played it endlessly. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I liked all the artistry that was on it. I liked all the rippity rap that was on <laughs> rippity it. Rippity rap. Um, I liked that everyone sounded the same. You know what I'm saying? Like I like all the criticism that it has. I loved it. Mm. I loved every single part of it. And and for me, 
I just have to have it on there in my top five, and I have it as number three. Hey, fair enough. What about you? I am going to give my number three spot to the baby's baby on baby. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to harp on this again. Yeah, a lot of this is going to be a few harp and just. <laughs> The baby, dro- the baby dropped one of the best, I think, um, rookie albums we will ever, not ever hear, but that's wild. We've heard in a while. <laughs> okay, maybe. I don't know. Think of someone else that dropped a recency bias. Batman. Oh, like, that's what I said. You know, but, recently. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so let me, let me rephrase that. He dropped one of the best rookie albums of 2019. Yeah. The only other person I put up there for his rookie album Someone. is on my list. Oh, I don't know, but Corday. <laughs> He's later on on my list. So um, again, not to harp on everything we said before. It's a good album, solid album. Shout to the baby. And if you can double down, give me your number two, please. My number two is exactly who you just talked about. So I'm not gonna say anything about it because you've said more than needs to be said on that. Why being Corday, the Lost Boy again? Amazing rookie album. Didn't see it coming. We knew he could do it, but. We wanted to see him do it, and now he showed that he can actually do it. So, mm-hmm. shout out to Ibn Corday for that. Number two on my list is going to be Freddie Gibbs, Bandana. Um, again, I talked about it in in my Rapper of the Year uh, discussions already. I just think it was a phenomenal album. I think it was put together very well. It was, and oh, uh, it, it just it, it was just thoroughly enjoyable to listen to, and it was enough. a high quality. It was thoroughly enjoyable as an album, the same way The Lost Boy was, the mm-hmm. same way um, you know Sue Surfs was in, in, in those respects. Um, but the song-making ability is slightly higher, higher? than Surfs. Mm, okay. And the album feel is just as good with better rapping than the Corday. Okay, if I, I were feel to compare, you. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it makes sense. So, you know, I just, I just, I have it very high on my, on my list and I have it as number two. So, hey, fair enough. shout out to both of them, YBN Corday and Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> and let's get into number one top rap album of the year. And the winners. And the winners. Cole. <laughs> Uh, go ahead. Uh, well, I want you to get your honorable mentions off because I don't have any honorable mentions for my top we read, ten. We already did honorable mentions for top ten. Oh, we're talking about number one. Number one. Oh, sorry, I was already on the next category. I'm, I'm, I'm like miles away. This guy's gone. <laughs> uh, number one goes to Psychodrama Dre Day by Dave. If you didn't see this coming, you've not been listening to this podcast long enough to know. Yeah, now, I've been bombing this every week for the last like six months. DJ Booth has this high, bro. It's it, like number three, bro. It's good, man. Like. Dave is not, he's not the best lyricist, mm. but he can tell you a damn story mm. that will make you feel like you're sitting in a living room watching that shit on the TV in real life. Like not yeah. even watching it on a TV from a movie. It makes you like you're watching someone's life. I might have to give that album. He is so like, he, he does have an English accent, so I will let you know that. That's cool. But, because I'm just some people that just like, I don't like the English accent. It's hard to understand. A lot of US people. But, um... The album was, I can't remember. I think there's only one song I would throw away from that album. And I've asked this question to you before. There's one throwaway song of me that one's crap. You said no. No. And I also agree all. with that because that one song did feel out of place. But other than that, the album was amazing. It just, mm-hmm. he had Bonner Boy on it, Jay House, a few names on it. Don't get me wrong, but nobody else shown him. Yeah. Like, he, he carried that album. Okay. And the album was real. It wasn't all about clubs and girls and he actually had no topics about that and I think about it. His song was literally just life. He talked about his brother going to jail because his brother's in jail for murder. 
Yeah. Talk about okay. his brother going to jail. Talk about how it did, how what, how it made him feel. The whole thing is supposed to be like from a therapist's couch. So it starts off with, "Hey, right. Dave, okay. you're on the therapist. Like I'm that. the therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk." And then it goes into the first intro. The intro has the um, like the theme behind that, like the type of Meek Mill intro type thing. So it picks up at a right, certain point. Right, right. He he has a song talking about what it is to be a rapper. He's like, "You guys see this, we see this. Mm. You guys see us with all these girls." We see ourselves as lonely ass people, so we keep these girls around us mm, to keep. Mm, you know, he he gets us some real life ish in this. You know, he talks about being black. He talks about the advantages and disadvantages of being black on one of his songs. So you know, I think everyone should listen to Drama Drave, and that is why I gave it my rap album of the year. Cheese, yes. cheese, cheese, cheese. by Dave. Okay, uh, my my rap album of the year is gonna go to Boogie. I'm giving that to Boogie. Silent uh, Ride Home. Everything's for sale, man. Uh, I know you kind of touched on it, but this album for me, like I said, you know, or, or like you had mentioned, I, I had shown you this album. Mm-hmm. Um, this album to me, this was the perfect album. It really this was. This was the perfect album. In fact, the part that I hated the most was, was the Eminem feature. Yeah, you got Eminem kind of ruined it. You can just cut <laughs> that part out of the album and... This would be an instant classic. Surprising, surprising look because Eminem, a lot of people heard of him. That you know was the, actually the bad because that was a single. But uh, you know, I I love every part of this album. You know, the first track is a is one of those two track type of tracks. Um, <laughs> it goes from tired to reflections. Hmm. Uh, then it goes silent ride. Like there's no skips mm-hmm. on this album whatsoever. You have your energizing songs like Soho, uh, featuring JID. Oh, whatever, Soho. Um, you know, Soho. you have. Kind of songs for the ladies, Skydive 2, yeah, Skydive Black. 2 is dope. Um, you know, everything on this album is is really good. It's short, it's concise. Yes. You know, like you mentioned, it's 13 songs, it's 38 minutes. Um, so a pretty digestible listen in one mm-hmm. sitting, just over a half hour. Doesn't feel like anything and was wasted. It tells a story. It yeah. literally tells a story. There's this dude, he's tired of always <laughs> just making Crazy the wrong decisions and, and doing dumb shit. And at one point, he says to his girl, like, why don't you just leave me? I'm so bad for you. Mm-hmm. And he reflects on his life a lot. And he's like, fuck, I'm tired of this L.A. shit, man. I got to, like, go to Soho for the image. You know what I'm saying? Um, no so it's like an L.A. love story. This mm-hmm. album, it really is like an L.A. love story. Okay. Um, a young L.A. love story. And I think it was executed perfectly. I think it was executed extremely perfectly. No skips, like I said. This is one of those albums that you can play from top to bottom at any time. And I wouldn't be saying anything. You would enjoy it every single time. Okay. So again, it came out really early. It came out January twenty fifth. I've said it every single month since then that this is a top album. This deserves you have, to you be have said that. on top album lists. I've I, I cannot find an album that I enjoyed more than Boogie's album um, in terms of hip-hop, in terms okay. of rap. So uh, Boogie, Everything's For Sale, that's going to go down as my number one rap album of the year for 2019. It's the TMV Awards. You already know what it is. You know what it is. Why you know what it is. Why you know Now, that's... That was our second last category. Yes, it was. I uh, like this nice, concise, straight to the point, concise award show. It's not a two-parter. Nope, no need for um, I, I like, I like what we're doing here. So, we thought we would cap it off by talking about our top ten albums. Yes. of the year. 
Uh, now, of course, we say albums of the year to open it up beyond rap. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've talked about R&B a lot this year. So you does have. R&B make my list? We'll see. Does it? You know, you bump like a burner boy. Oh, does I that do? make your list? We'll see. Um, so we wanted to just open up the floodgates to all genres, all categories of music, and see Wagwana. You don't have any honorable mentions. I have no honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Damn, okay. Shit. I have no honorable mentions. Most of my you honorable just had mentions. 10. You just had a concise 10. <laughs> Most of my honorable mentions were already in my rap, and I could just keep on going longer and longer in my rap category by side. Even my honorable mentions, I wanted to be honorable enough to actually make my, Very fair. Not just any album that I just kind of liked. Like we said, the intention of honorable mentions, very hard to leave off of your list. Exactly. And none of the other al- albums were very hard to keep off your list. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Fair we'll enough. talk about my honorable mentions Let's then. Let's talk about in it. In that case, because there were uh, several projects that I had problems um, keeping, keeping out of my, my mm-hmm. top 10. Actually, some of them I had in my top 10, and so I took them out. Yep. So that's how honorable This year are. he didn't go 65, top I, 10. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I, I decided to stick to the rules this time. <laughs> Uh, one of my honorable mentions is Anderson Pack's Ventura. Okay. Um, I had that really high in the early half of the year. I think I had that as number three or number four and uh, in the first half of the year. Between and July and December. It, it just it, it didn't hit the same like mm. a top three, top four project. Okay. You say it didn't it age properly? It started to hit. No, it still aged very okay. well. I'm just asking. I'm asking. It started to hit like a eight to 15, mm. not a three to four. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, so I said, you know what? I think I can squeeze it out. Yeah. So that's an honorable mention of mine. Uh, Gold Link, Diaspora. I thoroughly enjoyed that album. Uh, Summer Walkers, Over It. Like I said, a lot of people call it a classic. I'm not mad at them for that. The uh, Baby, Baby on Baby. Very much the same rookie conversation like, like is going on with Summer Walker. And I, I think both of them... Deserve to be in the discussion. They're definitely in my top 20 fair, or fair. top 25. <laughs> fair. Um, but they're not in my top 10. Sir, Chasing Summer. Uh, boy, oh boy, I really want to have this on there. I want, like, this needs to be a 10B. You really like this album. I remember you talking this about it. This album was really fucking good. Damn. Really fucking good. I got to Sir more. Um, I don't even know how I have it outside. Like, when I think about it, I don't know how I have hey, it. Outside. That top 10 is heavy then. That's but, what you're saying. Yeah, man. Uh, and a new album. Mm. Free Nationals, self-titled album, Free Nationals. <laughs> um, Free Nationals, actually, their project came out two or three weeks ago. We didn't okay. end up talking about it. I wanted to talk about it this week, but of course, we have our, really? our year-end show. Um, they are, if you don't know Free Nationals, they're Anderson Pack's live band. Oh, I thought it was a diplomat. Sorry. I was mixing up Free Nationals with diplomats. Now it makes sense. <laughs> um, okay. <coughs> I actually don't know if you're being serious or not. That's the funniest part. <laughs> no, because at first I was thinking it was a diplomat, and then it was like about maybe a few seconds ago, I was like, oh, wait, no, that's dip. I was thinking of like, that whole group. I was like, no, that's, that's called funny, diplomat. Man. They're Holy not called. Shit. You got the most thing. unique opinions. Um, <laughs> so, again, Free Nationals, Anderson Pack's live band. Um, remember we went to the Jay Z show? Yes. That was Jay-Z. Free Nationals. No, it was um, J. Cole. J-, J. Cole. It was J. Cole. He opened for J. Cole. What did he open for J. Cole? Okay, I yeah, because that was lit yeah, yeah, yeah. as hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did not know, realize he was on that stage. That was the Free Nationals. He was done. So, um, they definitely, you know, what you're getting when you hear Free Nationals is that Anderson Pack sound. Yeah, just minus Anderson Pack singing, right? Wait, is he on the drums? Um, so uh, maybe, for all I know, maybe. <laughs> but no, they released a really fucking good project okay. uh, two, three weeks ago. Everyone needs to listen. Is to Is it that. just instrumentals? It's no. There's several different artists on there. Okay. Um. So you have. 
Is Anderson Pack on one of them? Anderson Pack is on okay, one I'll of them. Okay, I'll be like, he was like, disrespectful the... if he doesn't go on at least one track. That's what I thought, too. Up. But he had, like, the first song is with uh, Shafiq Hussein. I don't know who that is. Second song, Daniel Caesar. Ooh. That's a playlist Shout out to Oshawa. That one's called Beauty and Essex. Funky, like you can hear the instrumentation in the background. Mm-hmm. It's funky. Um, that that's a good project. That's a good Solid. project. This is not the new music segment, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> We're not gonna go another uh, too too much time on that. But yeah, Free Nationals was my final uh, honorable mention. Uh, you don't have any honorable mention. I don't. So, so I guess it's time to get into this list. So let's go sure. with number ten, top ten album of the year. Number ten. Who do you have? I'm giving this. It was a. I guess one of these should have been my honorable mention, but I couldn't decide. So I'm going to give it to one. I'm not, and I'm not going to say who the other person was. Mm. Uh, I'm giving it to Tory Lane's Chicks tape. <clears throat> uh, simply for the nostalgia factor, it brought back. I'm just mm. listening to it and just being like, ah, oh, yeah. Mm. I remember bumping that song when I probably somewhere I shouldn't have been at the at this Jeez, time. Um Jeez. Again, Tory Lane did his thing on these. He bought. He. He bodied his features, mm-hmm. or he bodied his tracks. It's, it's strong, but he bodied the whole album. He yeah. he sang really well, and he used the features really well. He didn't just put in a song and call it a sample. He's like, no, I'm a sample you, and then I'm a remix you. And so. we talk about um, we talk about timing often, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing the thing that worked really well for Tori was the timing in terms of two thousands. Getting back in style. Mm-hmm. People are wearing Champion again. <laughs> yes, they People are. People are wearing Baby Fat again. Kappa again. People are listening to 2000s R&B. Ashanti is cool again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much 2000s R&B nostalgia factor that's going on with or without Chicks Tape. Oh, yeah. So, to put Chicks Tape out at a time where the nostalgia factor is high... Good on him, man. Come on. Do you know how much easier he made a lot of DJ's jobs? Oh, it did. He def did. Come on, fam. Come on. What's um, your number 10? Number 10 on my list is K. Trinata Bubba. Oh, okay. Talk uh, about very, this. very funky album. Again, I, I talked about it um, a few episodes ago. Uh, it was just, it, it was like I mentioned with Snow Allegra. It was, you know, K. Trinata has a very diverse range. Mm. Um, he makes that electronic, Afro yeah. funk, soul, R&B, pop, soul, like... We talked about this already. Uh, and with Bubba, he just, he he narrowed it a little bit, but executed better. Okay. So, you know, if you want the range of sounds, listen to his previous album. But if you just want well-executed music in a slightly narrower narrower genre, then or sub-genre, I should say, this is, this is that album for okay. that. And again, because it was just executed so well... He's one of those artists that has a very refreshing brand of music. Um, and he's someone where, as long as he puts out a quality project, it's going to hover around my top 25 at the I very least. Um, and he did it with Bubba. So Bubba made it to my top 10. Hey, so shout out to Bubba. To number 10. <laughs> number nine, I will double down here. So number nine on my list was Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox. Shea Butter Baby. Um, this was like if we had an R&B list, which you don't listen to R&B, so it's hard to like. To it's hard to have this conversation. Uh, Ari Lennox definitely would have been top five on an R&B list for me. Okay. Uh, I think she released one of the better projects this year. It's, it's a true 
neo soul project okay. um, she has that soul voice to her and i really think she was robbed at the soul train awards like Damn. robbed really badly I think she was robbed but her project 12 songs 45 minutes it has absolutely no skips on there at all um it, it's it, it's just a really good enjoyable project That's right good, like man. something like uh New Apartment, as an example, which is one of the more well-known songs on the album. That could be the new birthday song for women that... Or not women, but for people that buy a new apartment. You play the song, I just got my new apartment. I'm going to keep the flows wet. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like that's some shit that you can just play and celebrate and kind of mm-hmm. joke around with. She has moments like that. You know, she has the bigger songs, like the actual title track, Shea Butter Baby with J. Yeah. Cole. She has songs like Broke featuring J.I.D., like Bemo, Chicago Boy. There's just so many different... Whipped Cream, which is a, such a big song of hers, I think, from a year or two ago. Um, she just... She executed very well on this. You know, you you love to see... This is basically what Tiana Taylor's project should have been. Mm. And not from a sound perspective... From an execution of the label perspective. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Right? So this, to me, is what Tiana Taylor should have been. Ari Lennox was able to do that. Dreamville handled the situation very well. Um, and, and I like that they allow, or seemingly allow, Ari Lennox to be Ari Lennox. That's good. Um, and yeah, I just this was one of my better projects for the year. Uh, Shea Butter Baby, number nine on my list. Perfect. Number nine on number your Number nine on my list is A Boogie with the Hoodie, Hoodie Season. Let me just confirm that this came out this year. Actually, no, I was wrong. It came out December 21st last year. Shit. Either way, <laughs> I'm still putting it on my list for this year because I probably didn't talk about it last year. Um, it's I didn't put him on the rap because I'm not going to give... I refuse to bump my rappers out of the rap category for A Boogie with a Hoodie mm. just because even though he is considered a rapper... Come on, man. The king, no rapper, rapper. I know what you mean. So, Almost like um, Smino. Yeah. Smino's considered a rapper, which is nuts. But like he's, like you're not bumming out other people to put Smino in. Not saying Smino isn't good, but it's just kind of like. No, it's just it's so like. It's not fair to the other people. It's so not rap. Yeah. <laughs> but they as have, much as it's rap, it's so. They have not nowhere rap. else to put it. So, you know what? They put it under rap. Um, Subgenre of rap, like we've mentioned. We've talked about. Uh, Able Gave with a Hoodie, Hoodie Season. It was 20 tracks, about an hour long. Just. I like a boogie's voice. I love when he does his singing thing. It, it works really well for me. There really isn't much to say about this album. It has a lot of features. The song with Six Nine Swerving is probably the biggest song on the track. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I hate that. I song. love that track. It's I so I bump that track crazy heavy. Uh, Nav's on this album. Um, PNB Rock, Lil du- Lil Dirk, sorry, Don Q, uh, my boy Young Thug, Queen Nija. Uh, just honestly, just a solid good album. A Boogie is really good at what he does, and these are all streaming songs. You know, they like this. This whole album is playlist music, but it's good playlist music. Mm. It's music that if you put on, everyone will be like, "Yo, what is that?" That's this type of music. So because of that, I gave my number nine spot of the album of the year to A Boogie with a hoodie for hoodie season. Shout out to the number nine. Um, I'm gonna go with my number eighty-five. Oh, sorry, my number number 85. eighty-five. This guy stitched <laughs> out his own number eight. No one, no one's gonna get it. Number eighty five goes to Jadena. Number for... eighty five. Ocho Cinco. What was <laughs> the la- what was the last episode called? Eighty five. Fuck. I, oh, I forgot what it was called. Um, number eight goes to Jadena's eighty five to Africa. Reason why I gave this um my number eight spot was because he went to his roots, man. He put Afro beats on these tracks, and mm. 
I don't know. Oh, it's only because Afro beats in right now. I need striped pants. <laughs> like you tend <laughs> I need straight pants. Yeah, that man made every shit. That man looks every, makes everything look classy. Damn man, Cla- that's a classic man right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Had, to. Had to. Um, yeah, he just went back to his his roots and he featured like African artists, so it doesn't mm. just seem like he's biting. Just style. Oh, he mm. put like, um Sean um Sean Kuti. Um, yeah, Sean Kuti. If you know him, he's bigger Nigerian. His dad was one of the biggest Nigerians artists in the 60s um you also put mr easy who's Ghanaian, who is a known afrobeat producer like he makes on fire ass songs um Goldlink was on this album actually yep, yep. and um your, your girl mariba was on this album shout out to mariba uh all, princess yeah, all in all it's really good if you don't want to go all the way into the afrobeats if you're not into the bona boys mm. and the whiz kids mm. and the davidos mm. listen to this you and know drake and yeah and drake <laughs> no, because he said that on the the rap he radar did. Uh, interview, right? He so, did. Um, it's timely. Give him his credit, I guess. <laughs> uh, listen to this, and you will understand why Afrobeat is bumping. And mm. Jadena did it right with eighty five to Africa. So shout out to Jadena for number eight on my album of the year with eighty five to Africa. True that. Number eight on my list is going to go to Michael Kiwanuka's. Almost self-titled album. It's called Kiwanuka. Have to. Um, this was this is a great album. The thing about Michael Kiwanuka, um, he almost again. I don't know how to really categorize his music. It's part funk, part blues, mm. part soul, part R and B, part pop. Like it's hard to really. It's a little bit of explain it. Everything. Um, but he has one of the most unique voices that I've heard uh, in music. Period. I need to listen to this guy. And again, when I saw him live last year or the year before that, it still it still gives me shivers in terms of one of the better performances I've ever seen. Um, so I I rated I, I rate Michael Kiwanuka as an artist. I think he's from the UK, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I rate his album making ability, and he almost put himself in a a seat at the table Solange scenario mm. with his first album that he dropped, um, Love and Hate, because that was a classic. Okay. Classic. And it's like, how do you follow that up? And he followed that up with music that is arguably better than, than his previous album. That's funny. Um, you know, it, it's it's just really enjoyable music, really soulful music, really, again, blues-esque music in a lot of ways um but still pretty fun at the same time and it's just it's just a pleasure to listen to it it's a very enjoyable listening experience uh again it kind of snuck up on me as well it came out in october uh but it it stuck right away he's coming to toronto not too long from now is he and i'm definitely going to see the show live but number eight on my list michael kiwanuka's kiwanuka Let's get into number seven. Now, we actually, neither of us need to spend time on this. No, we do not. Uh, number seven on my list was Young Thug, So Much Fun. We've talked about it. And number seven on my list was Young Thug, So Much Fun as well. And this was uh, without us even trying. <laughs> so we're going to move on. Uh, number six on my list was Freddie Gibbs, Bandana. Now, again, at this point, we've talked about a lot of these albums already. So yep. we don't quite need to uh, reiterate at this mm-hmm. point. So number six on my list was Freddie Gibbs with Bandana. Uh, like I said, although I have him as rapper of the year, although I have it as second best 
rap album of the year. Um, I have it as number six on my overall list. Okay. And this was actually the one that I took out uh, Anderson Pack for. Damn. I had to I had to get Gibbs in there. I thought it was a better fit than than Anderson Pack. Fair enough. Would you have a number six? Uh, number six, I had Everything Is For Sale by Boogie. This is, my, this is going to be our third time talking about it, so I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Just rewind a little bit. You'll hear us talk about it. Number five on your list. Number five on my list is the baby's baby on baby. Say less. Seven times we've talked about it. <laughs> this guy's winning. Hearing all the award shows. Yeah, the baby won bear words. I want to do a count. Next time I'm going to do a count. There you guys know who won how much. Damn. Uh, number five on my list is Tyler the Creator. Okay. Igor. Tell me about Igor. Uh, Igor. Why should again, I listen to Igor? Igor was an album that I had number one hmm. for, for a long time. And I think what what lost it for Igor was the staying power. Don't think it... It kind of got forgotten about. It did. It really did. It, it, hasn't it, really it was such been, a good album and then it stopped. Yeah. It, hasn't, it didn't really carry itself out throughout the entire course of the year. And although that's, you know, public opinion versus personal opinion, mm-hmm. I still think it, it plays a role. And I, I think it, it, does. It, it, plays, it has a factor. But I have to really acknowledge the artistry of that album and the way that it was put together um you know it has remnants of of twisted fantasy it has remnants of astral world it has remnants of jack boys i'm joking have you heard that album it's garbage okay i'm I'm like i'm still a bit i want to listen to it yet i mean it's not garbage it's like a seven track 20 minutes check west trying to sound like travis and travis not really doing much Uh, and yeah we'll talk about next week anyway we will Uh, i gotta listen to it Possibly, but um, no, Tyler, the creator's Igor, um, like I said, very well put together. You know, again, it's a story. I like albums that tell stories, mm-hmm. as you can tell with the way I make playlists, as you can tell with the top albums that I have for the year. It's story based. It's 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 more than just the music. It's the story behind the music and how they blend together and how an album comes together. And I think Igor was for a long time the greatest representation of that for the year. Um, that slider is all the way up, but the other sliders Are have enough. him at number five Fair on enough. my list. And uh, we did yours already, right? So shout yes. out to the number fives. <laughs> number four on my list. Did you just did you just change your list? No, no. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have number four, number one just now. <laughs> Am I tripping? <laughs> yeah, I changed it sometime within the episode. I kind of moved it around a little. I moved okay, I'm, it not, around I'm not a mad little. at it. I'm not mad at it. Um, I, I had to move some stuff around. Number four on my list is Dreamville. <laughs> uh, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Uh, that's just solely based to playtime. Like I said, you know, who was it? Jake, uh, J.I.D. was my top artist at 29 hours. And then Dreamville was my second artist at 28 hours. Made no sense. That's one album. I played one album for 28 hours. I'm sick. Yes, you are. You have a problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have a problem. Um, so that that has to have the number four spot. And again, I've talked about a lot of the details of it already. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Dreamville, J. Cole and them. Uh, my number four album is going to um, Burna Boy's African Giants. Mm. Um, this album put Burna Boy on the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you know the, yeah, 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 go listen to this fucking album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> but yeah, it's just he put Afrobeats on the map again. Like it's just one of those albums that 
when you want to go into like a staple of rap, there's these albums say, hey, listen to these albums. You want to go into um, Afrobeat? Listen to Bonner Boy's African Giants. Even as YG and Future on some tracks. So just letting you know. YG 400. <laughs> um, that was my number um, four album. Number Bonner four. Shout Boy. out to the number fours. Bonner Boy. African Giants. Number three. Number three on my list is acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. Uh, uh, what, 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 what thing was called acclaimed? Solange, When I Get Home. That, that, that's your album. That is my album. Um, the way that that album has become a go-to album when it comes to a certain kind of listen. Uh, like when I need to relax and clear my mind, that's, it's, that's the only album that comes to my mind. Uh, again, I think about how much I played it as well. It was one of my most played albums um, this year, mm-hmm. according to Spotify, and that's really the only platform that I use. And you know, it, everything went well with this album. I don't care about how well the seat at the table is considered to be. Um, I don't compare when I get home to a seat at the table. And I said it when the album came out. You did. Thievery is the uh, or what is it? Uh, comparison is comparison the best is a or like that. thievery of joy. Yeah, that's- right. Um, if you try to compare the albums, you will not think too fondly of um, of thing. I'm confused the names now. Of when I get home, mm. if you try to compare them, you will not think too highly of when I get home because it's in a different lane than a seat at the table was. Fair you know, enough. To pimp a butterfly is in a different lane than the Good damn. Kid, Mad City, yeah. than Damn, than Section Eighty, than They're whatever. All not the same. Albums. But some people have Butterfly as their favorite Kendrick album. You know what that is. So I understand that it might not be as lyrical as Mad City. It might not be as musical as Damn. It might be somewhere but in between the two. Everyone has their own taste. But everyone has their own taste. Some people thing? like Graduation more than uh, more than Twisted Fantasy. Some people like Late Registration more than Twisted Fantasy because the artistry of Twisted Fantasy is they different. prefer the they prefer the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. So I think with Solange, it's very much the same thing. You can't compare her other her her albums with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think this album was executed so well with how different it was. Actually, um, yeah, it got it got really good reviews. This album, yeah. like, and, and I'm glad it did it because there. when it first came out, people were hating. People were hating on. People were hating. It because it's I fun to hate, right? People listen. <laughs> people listen with the intent to hate. Yes, they and do. And we know that. Yes. And then they look they listen with the intent to criticize. Yep. And this album was criticized. And I'm glad that the 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 time had the ability to sort of change the mind on it. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, it was it was a phenomenal album, one of the best of the year for sure. I just cannot put it above my two and my one. <laughs> um, but number three, Solange, when I get home. Fair enough. My number three goes to an album that came out in May. Um it's by a Canadian Brampton artist named Toby. I read that. Album is called Still. Um, this is just one of those albums. You on there's like three or four songs that I just can never get out of my head on this album. Mm. And it's one of those songs that it's one of those albums that when I'm driving late at night, mm. my go-to man. Like I'm like put on some Toby, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. play it. And he has a, such a soothing voice. Yeah, um, and I and I got to see him perform live. Yes, yeah, you said that. He's just as good live. And then. I never really went back and played his music. All right, I'll be honest. I never really played his music in in my car, so to speak. But watching him live, I'm like, yo, this this, Mm -hmm. this motherfucker's talented, man. He's Nigerian. I'm Nigerian. There's just that connection. And so when he's saying certain things, I'm like, yeah, I get it. You connect to it better. He doesn't talk about his parents. I'm like, yeah, my parents would think. 
I was with my cousins today, and he made a joke that he's going to get his ears pierced. Oh, my God. The storm that arose. Mm-hmm. Everyone's calling people. Do you hear he's getting his ears pierced? It's just an ears pierced. But in the Nigerian community, you understand why right. getting your ears pierced is such a big deal. Right. So when he says something like that, I'm like, I know what? I kind of get it. Like, a lot of people won't get this. So for me, it was just more of a personal... I know it's still a good album, too. Relationship with the album that made me really like this album and still listen to this album up to today. Mm. So, Toby, still, that's my number three. Number three, I think number three on both of our ends were very uh, unexpected. So, uh-huh. um, listeners, check those out. Totally coincidental. We don't plan this stuff out. We just make our list and then we talk. Facts. Number two on my list, like I said, <laughs> I couldn't find a hip hop album that I enjoyed more than this. Which album was this again? So you have to assume hip hop can't be my number one, but maybe it is, maybe it's not. I don't know. Number two oh. on my list is Boogies, Everything's for Sale. Uh, like I said, it's no skips. No skips. That to me is a classic. Uh, again, I'm not comparing. Yeah, I said it. I'm not comparing. Um, I'm not comparing the music itself, but I'm comparing kind of the way it came together. I think about Logic's Under Pressure when I think about Boogie's Everything's for Sale. That's, that's a good way to In put terms it. of the quality. Maybe not a classic, but, but it's that level just below a classic. And and I think Boogie did that. I give credit where credit is due. You know what I'm saying? So that's number two on my list. Uh, number two on my list is, I believe it's um, YB and Corday, The Lost Boy. Um, I don't need to say more about this. We both talked about this album. Definitely. We love it. It's his intro into the rap industry and... He did not fail. We just want to see what else he can do. Definitely. But I'm not going to discredit his album. Shout out to both of our number twos, Boogie and YBN Corday. <laughs> do I not have a drum roll on here? You do have a drum roll because we used it last year. And the winner is... Wait, no, that was um, the that winner. was a smash one. It was... Uh... Oh, the winner is... We have another one. It was right beside you. It used to do oh, it's right here. There we go. We say it was mad long. <laughs> okay, great. Pause. So we've given you the honorable mentions. Yes. We've given you 10 through 2. Yes, we have. It is now time for us to discuss what is each of our albums, albums of, of the, the year. year. Right? Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start because I already talked about mine already. Okay, don't say it until I do the following. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, no, wait. You say my da-da-da-da-da. And, and then I will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah gotcha, I'm saying? Gotcha. Okay, you do your thing, sir. So my 2019 album of the year is... And the winners... Psychodrama by Dave. Jeez. Surprise, surprise. Who didn't see this coming? Jeez, I've been talking geez. about this album, like I said, for the last six months. And it's just a phenomenal album to me. Like I relate to it. I like it. I'm. It's not about... Is it non-secular? Secular? Which one that Drake was arguing about? It's not secular music. I don't but know. But technically it is, but technically non-secular music. But... It's just it's deep. It's not it's not the basic stuff we hear every day on the radio. His album has no radio. It does have one radio hit, but it wasn't made for the radio hits. It was made for the lesson you learn from listening to it. So, Psychodrama, Dave, you are my album of twenty nineteen, and yeah, it's just amazing. Now, for me, two thousand and nineteen 
TMV Awards winner for the mm. album of the year is oh my god is I'm so nervous and the winner is Why not? Why not? I'm giving it to Snow Allegra. Uh, ugh, those feels, feels again. again. Likewise with yourself. You should have seen this coming by now. <laughs> Trust um, me. I was going to two shows. I've been, I'm going to two shows for the same album. <laughs> um, I think I'm in love with Snow Allegra. Yep. And I think that has, you know, I'm yeah. fucking with you, but um, <laughs> I really felt a way about Michael B. Jordan in the music video. Mm, this guy was mad jealous. I was cheese. I didn't watch the video. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's the funny part. Yeah, like, I'm not going to get cheese. Is that I actually chose not to watch the video. Because of Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Why is Michael B. Jordan in the video? You don't know what she's doing. Maybe just a delivery man. No, they're they're hugging up, hugging up, <laughs> oh, kissing up. Oh, Boyfriend and girlfriend in the music video. Oh, fam. yeah, that hurts. Uh, fam, that I, shit I'm, hurt. so, I'm sorry for your loss. That shit hurt, man. Um, But like I said, man, it's just, it, it's the stars aligning when it comes mm-hmm. to, to Snow Allegra. It's, you know, just being a fan of her music for so long, it's hearing her change her sound um, several times. Uh-huh. It's, it's her finding that sound. It's her yeah. executing perfectly on the sound. It's her, you know, rise to popularity, uh, growing in the right way, court of public opinion, growing in the right way, <laughs> um, you know, established fandom, growing in the right way. And just the way everything has come together for her, on top of that, having an album that literally is the first album that I think about when I open up Spotify. Mm, like good, I said, man. I have certain albums that I do in certain moments. Um, so if I want to go rapidly rap, I'll think rapid-y Gibbs or rap. Benny the Butcher. If I think about maybe a more emotional-based album, I'll bump Boogie. Maybe if I'm thinking about something more calming, I'll bump Janae Aiko or Solange or something like that. But if I just load up Spotify and say, I don't know what I want to listen to, I'm going to just go with... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as like I'm think like t- before I even think about what to play, yeah, I play the Snow Leg album. Damn, and, and, and that's you know, a good album to you. Man. It's that's... just it's a really good album. It's no skips. Um, you know, just so many different classics on here. I think some of her best music is on this album. Um, I think she executed perfectly on this album. And I'm just happy for the success that she's had at this point. Shout out to Snow. My album of the year, 2019 official True North Views podcast winner goes to Snow Allegra. That is crazy. Now, let's wrap this show up, but we did say we would give them the bonus. The specials. Categories. Not specials, the bonus, yes. Um... I don't know how you feel about these bonuses, man. Just fuck, just, them, fuck them bonuses. Do you want to just run through it? or do Now you we wanna... run through it. I'm fucking with you. Let's, <laughs> let's run through it, man. We got a couple of decade conversations for you guys. Yes. Um, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier when a lot of the decade pl- uh, lists were coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's kind of summarize it for ourselves. And I will say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually say not in order. Because I don't yeah. want to pressure the order. Mine's not, yeah, mine's not in order. Top five albums of the decade, no particular order. Top of your head, go. Take Care, World, Good Kid, Mad City, 444, and Watch, watch the Throne. Take Care. Fuck, I forgot about Drake. Trust. <laughs> okay, I'm going to change mine. All right. <laughs> Top five albums of the decade for me, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. <clears throat> Was that last decade? Is that 2009 or 2010? 
yo, I'm off right now. What is going on? When did my beautiful Dark Twisted oh Fantasy God. come out? My beautiful. It came out in 2010. I found this on the web. Shut up. January 1st, 2010. <laughs> this guy made the cuts. Yo. <laughs> yo, you made, you just Barely. made the cuts. Wow. Why do Kanye do some bullshit like that? Um, so I'm going to go with my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy oh, for sure. Put that there. I'm going for Good Kid Mad City for okay. sure. I'm going with the seat at the table for sure. I'm going with watch the throne for sure. I'm going to go with nothing was the same for sure. That was Drake's favorite album. And the album that I just took off of my list. So number six, Anti by Rihanna. Then mm. that that's that's really all I got there. And top five artists of the decade, top of the head. It's the same as yours. Yeah. So we both said Kendrick, Drake, Cole. Meek yeah. and Kanye West. Yes, there's um, I don't think there's anyone to shake any of those five off of the it list. It really is, and I, I think those the guys were cemented to to those five artists. And definitely, let's see what the new decade has in store. I'm for actually us. amped to see the new decade. I feel like we're gonna see a lot. Yeah, with we're the internet age, music is so accessible now that this new decade we're gonna get so much new music. It's gonna be crazy. Agreed. It's gonna be insane. Um. That's what we had for our awards, though, man. That's, That's what we had for the year. our awards. Uh, end of the year. Uh, new year, new me. Mm-hmm. Uh, get prepared for those, of course. Any new year, any new, new year goals? Like, not the basic, go out of that jam, make money. Anyone that, you know, that's just different? I was like, huh. Uh, let me see if there's anything I'm willing to share. I write down my goals every year. Uh, I'll tell um, you one that I'm willing to share. I've, I've written them for the past, like, 10 years or so. Okay. Uh, what, what, what do you... It's use my left hand more. Okay. And actually realized this playing basketball, I was like, you know, I don't really use my left. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I was like, you know, in life, I really don't use my left. And then I read an article, literally like part two days after I said that to myself, I said, yeah, try using your odd hand for yep. just random tasks. Like you want to lift something, lift it with your left, not your right. You want to reach for something, reach for your left, reach with your left, not your right. So yeah, that's a I'm, that's a mindfulness exercise. I'm trying to make a exact, trying to make a cautious effort of. Whenever I'm doing something, to just try and do it with my left, if possible. Like, you know, I'm, like I'm not that. trying to cut shit with my right, with my left. I'm still need my fingers, but. Yeah, like that. that's some some light that I think I can accomplish. Uh, I have a couple of things that I want to do. I want to learn how to play piano. Mm, okay, that's nice. Uh, and the reason why I want to learn how to play piano is because I think it'll give me more of an appreciation for music. Mm, well, that's true. You know what I'm saying? I think just understanding it and, and hearing it. And piano is one of those instruments that are relatively universal in a yeah. sense of it belongs on every song to a certain degree. It can yep. replicate a lot, lot of other songs. instruruments you can play a lot of you know mm-hmm. people you know what I mean like, for the douchebag I, I can get on my scotch storch shit you know what I'm saying um but <laughs> no I, I would say that's one that I'm willing to share I want to learn how to that's play fun. piano that's cool, uh, in that's addition cool. to learning a couple of people know out there that we have See, I mean, that that's kind of really all I got, right? I want to learn how to play piano. I want to learn a new language. Um, yeah, language is big. I'm just a fan of learning. I want to period. travel, man. I want to travel. This yeah, I put, I put, uh, I want to visit at least three U.S. cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm eyeing New York. I'm eyeing New Jersey. Mm. I'm eyeing, mm. I'm eyeing, um, shit, hopefully North Carolina. Mm. Um Ideally, Louisiana. <laughs> hey, we're just um, talking about that. Fuck, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Wait, I got man. a lot of places in mind that I, I got a lot of things in store that I want to do for 2020. Too, you um, know, you, your conversation about going to Africa actually changed like 
this whole last week, I was like, yo, I want to go to Africa more yeah, than Europe I'm now. You, man. I'm like, yo, if I had money to travel somewhere, like, I'm going to go in Africa. I'm fuck you. It, Europe. it was like, like something just clicked where I'm like, fuck a Europe. Like, no offense, not fuck and, a and Europe. That's what, and that's what I'm but saying. Just like, it's no offense. It's not to say you had Europe higher. It's just kind of the way our brains have been programmed. Right, exactly. Okay? I mean, European from... travel, Euro trip is, no a, is, a, is a term. Mm-hmm. No one says Afro trip. No one does. Because it's fucking huge. But that's <laughs> but, besides the point. But yeah, yeah you know there's, what I'm there's saying? places in there, man. There's Absolutely. Places. So Absolutely. that's something on my decade list, at least, up with there. You know what? Let's let's uh, let's leave it at that, yeah, though. For, for sure. the listeners, uh, we really appreciate you guys rocking Thank with you. us Thank as you. usual. Um, shout out to the first time listeners. Shout out, first shout time. out to the last time listeners. <laughs> um, what do you guys think about our various lists? What do yes. you think about the various recipients for our awards? What would you um, add? What would you take year, out? Biggest W, biggest L. Come back, year, come back, fall off, underwhelming, fall off. Like, All what are your thoughts? Yeah, let, let us, us know, know what you think. We're probably going to chop these up into bits, uh, into a lot of different bits, and post a lot on IGTV. Know um, it so, is. so be out on the lookout for that. Uh, otherwise, please cue the music. So, that being said, that will bring us to the end, it's the unfortunate end. Of another episode of the True North Views podcast. As you can Can see, we're playing around with the motherfucking camera. A little more zoomed out today. Let us know. Let us know. The lighting kit is is in the mail. It's in the mail. It's in the mail. Um, But yeah, man, fuck with us. Fuck with us. Grow with us. And we appreciate you guys rocking with us, man. And as usual, please, we ask for one favor. Just one. Continue that conversation. By telling a friend to tell 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 a friend. Yeah, I mean, that's six degrees of separation. Now, as usual, I go by the name of Harris. You know me. I'm the skirt master. Mr. Triple Double No Assist. Stealing 64 mil from the TTC because I hopped that turnstile. Anyway, trying to pay. I'm an NBA champion. And you can call me Just Shola. And I guess you just got to tell them that number one rule, please. Um, You know what I realized we didn't do today? We didn't plug. That's okay. I, oh, I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I just want to throw it in at the end quickly. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. True North, views, True North views. Yes. Follow us. There we go. Number one rule, follow us. Number second rule, watch out for the wastebands. Watch out for the motherfucking wastebands. It's the 2019 TMV Awards. It's the last podcast for the year. Yes. It's the last podcast for the The decade. decade. Um, Shout out to us. A year and a half in the game. We're going to keep going. Skr, skr. Yeah, I mean. Skr, skr. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean. You know what I'm saying? In the meantime... It's the True North Views podcast. It's episode 86666666. Drake did not like that line. Skitty. Mad crackly. Mad crackly. No cardio. (laughs) No cardio, no cardio. (laughs)